0: Welcome back to the return of Emblemcast. Before we start today's episode, I'd like to thank our patrons Alex, Cody, Isaac, Hobo, Slurm, and Spino. If you want to support us on Patreon, you can find us at patreon.com slash emblemcast. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to episode 42 of Emblem Cast. How are 42? you guys doing today? 42, the big 4 2.
1: Wish it was a, a notable number, but I mean, we're getting there. We're getting there. I mean, you
0: remember well, we, there used to be that passed. hitchhiker's thing, like 42 is the answer to the universe. That I was kind of say, 42 is oh, well, there 10, we go. Way. Yeah. Yeah.
2: I got my towel ready. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly.
0: There you go. Uh, So you might have just heard uh, a different voice than you normally hear on this podcast. And we finally, after what, like... Jesus Christ, four years, I think. I think this podcast has yeah. been going four years. We finally, something like that. We finally have Mecha on. Who's so done scared like scared to ask me. So scared. <laughs> <laughs> no, You're he's just very imposing. Yeah. Well, I was going to bring this up. Do you remember that uh, back in the day, like two or three years ago maybe, you and Don Don did a, a stream with me where I was playing FE5 and I was
2: just, I was awful. <laughs> we, we did a, we uh, both still did a stream are. with you? How did that even work? Like I can, uh, I can barely just, schedule anything with Don Don anyway because we're like five time zones apart. Yeah, you guys just we do came that. on a. You came on a call with me. I maybe you maybe it
0: was just Don Don. No, I thought you it was you just Matt. Interesting. Well, no, I, 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 I know Don Don was there. I know he was there for sure. Interesting. You never Mecha, told me about the this. The
3: reason it's been so long is because Devin thought you were an actual mecca, um, and he was scared. It's yeah. true. It's true. Is just so praying I in think, my direction? Hope I would show up. I
0: don't <laughs> yeah. remember if I if I uh, mentioned this on the, the podcast before. But do you remember back in the day when I I first made that Reddit post, like asking people to you know does anyone want to sign up for a uh, Fireball podcast? I I don't think Don. You no, know, I, I think, think I might reached remember out. that. Actually, yeah, I think you so. reached out. Um, I was new to the community, and I had no idea who you were. <laughs> You're not the only one. Don't worry. And, and I had—I think at that point I had only played Awakening uh, FE7 and FE8. I don't so wonder everyone like, ignored you. Only I don't know played Awakening. Is, <laughs> yeah, <sorry. laughs> uh, joking, here guys. we are. Here we are.
2: Four years later. Yeah. I think, uh, <laughs> uh, let me just map out. That should be like yeah. 300p here. extra, basically, all that time. Yeah. But here, here we
0: are, four years later. Macca, um, do you want to, for, for if there's anyone who doesn't know
2: who you are, do you want to tell people what you do? Uh, I am a Fire Emblem YouTuber, I think a lot of people either know me from my Let's Plays with Don Don on his 0% growth runs, Mm -hmm. uh, where I commentate with him, Uh, or you might have heard me on Mangz's channel, I could commentate with him a lot as well, but I also have my own channel where I mostly do Let's Plays, but I also do Fire Emblem Pitfalls where I talk about misconceptions about the Fire Emblem series. I hate saying it every time and I mess it up like five times per take <laughs> because Fire Emblem is such a hard word to say sometimes. Uh, I make waifu the series. waifu series uh, about underrated and overrated units. Uh, I make tier lists and uh, I make videos about unpopular opinions sometimes. And sometimes I just do whatever the hell I feel like doing oh, really. Uh, Iron Man runs as well. Iron Man streams. stream every Wednesday, every Saturday. That's what I do. So Mecca,
0: I remember the first thing that I saw you on on YouTube was, was Don Don's. Excuse me Don Don's channel like I think yes. a lot of people and the, the first the first LP that I remember seeing because I was playing the game at the time was FE6, and this this mm. is a pretty commonly known strategy at this point, but it was it was my first time playing the game, so it was completely new to me, and it's when you go to the, the secret shop, I don't remember what ah, ah, shop, and oh you my God. sell everything, and you just buy a million boots, and that blew my mind for the first time that I saw it. I just that-
3: did that, actually. My entire did draft you? team has 15 moves. except for oh a couple of units, whoever
2: 12. <laughs> Let I'm, me
0: tell you I'm that, really excited to do it this, this run. That
2: moment is responsible or like partially responsible for probably my whole YouTube channel as it is today, actually. <laughs> really? Because um, the very first time, before I was a Fire Emblem YouTuber, um, I was I was watching Don Don's Raw runs with no commentary, just the playthroughs, and he, mm-hmm. just, he was just posting videos on, like, Serenity's Force or something, and I watched one of those videos, and I was like, you know what, this would be a lot of fun to watch with, like, commentary, so I asked one of my buddies, Colonel M, I don't know if you guys know his name at all.
1: Sounds kind of
4: familiar, right
2: yeah, yeah, I, he, he was his first boss as well at the time. I remember <laughs> watching that video when it came out, too. Oh, okay. Okay, good. Yeah, so we, yeah. we both decided to get on and just commentate his video. I think I asked for permission. Not sure. And uh, we commentated it. And I had no idea what Dondon was doing when he was selling all those items with Murnus, right? Because he has, like, Murnus in front of the armory with, like, ten mountain units mm-hmm. around yeah, him to yeah. help him sell items. Yeah, yeah. You only do five at a time. You can't sell the preps in me 6. So you have to manually sell a lot of shit in that armory to make sure you have enough money to buy all the boots. So I was like... What is he doing? Why is he doing all this? Why is he... It might, it might have been the depositing of the items rather than selling of it. But the point was, right. I was very confused. Colonel M caught on it. it. was like, okay, I know what he's doing. But I didn't. I was so confused. And um, yeah, that confusion was pretty memorable for you who watched that video. And when Don Don saw us um doing that commentary he's like you know what that seems really fun and um we commentated fe6 we commentated fe what
5: was it what, what's the next one we did shadow dragon probably and uh, i and mean the was, rest is yeah, history. i think it was 10, I I it was 10. 10 if i remember yeah. is it mystery no i thought it was 6 then thracia and then 10 oh yeah man i forgot
2: thracia damn
5: <laughs> wow. Riff. that's How my favorite you- game <laughs> Yeah. Praise
2: honestly so I, I forgot that's everyone you. forgets the ratio <laughs> yeah I guess I guess a little bit it's it's sad but it's, like I, it's I didn't remember if you came well, if I remember right come again is it? It's Don Don's favorite as well, if I remember right. Uh, or is it just yours? I, I mean, I, 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 thought I, thought I don't know like, for sure, but the guy has taste, so probably. It's true. <laughs> it's
0: true. <laughs> if I, if I, if <laughs> I am. I will, I will say, I finally have another person on this podcast that calls Thrashy the, the best game in the series. So, well,
5: if I recall mm-hmm. correctly, from like some Reddit post a while back, I think Don Don's favorite was actually FE12, and just that's in a, that's really, it's also good, possible.
4: That's also a game
5: good. for good taste, though. <laughs> <laughs> okay.
4: <laughs>
2: They're both acquired tastes.
1: Definitely acquired tastes. They
2: are.
0: Fe F- twelve is one of the few. I think it. I think it's actually the. Yeah, it's the only game in the series that I, I have not even like opened yet. So I'm excited to when we eventually do a retrospective of uh, ten or eleven and twelve. That that'll be a lot of fun. That's for yeah, sure. I, I love F- Fe twelve. I'm playing it right
3: do, now. Do an entire like one 11, 12 draft just
1: for fun, but uh, no one else oh, wants god, to Oh god, that sounds like well, a mess. How would you do one, could you do
0: one three, eleven, twelve? 11-12, I guess? Oh yeah, yeah that's what I meant, yeah. Yeah. So.
4: yeah,
5: yeah, But it's more of just like after, after like the third third or fourth round, then it's just Yeah, you draft like scrubs. literally who's, yeah.
3: <laughs> I mean, what Arcania drafts is that not true for, though?
5: Yeah, but that's also why Arcania drafts are kind of also kind of lame. Get is there is there
0: a, a two part draft for them? Like, um, there's always a Giraffe draft for everything. I you can
3: know, find anything, of, Devin. I can find you a Sacred Stones and f 10 draft if I wanted it. Like, <laughs> <Yeah. actually, laughs> now if it's actually fun to play, that's a different story. <laughs>
2: I've actually done a combined Tilius draft before, and I've even done one where we just draft for all the GBA games. Combine. Oh, that's a lot of it's fun because you can transfer, I think. Yeah,
3: exactly. Like, it doesn't affect gameplay that much, but it's just nice to know that you're making a difference. Right. I
0: mean, you know how much you like to use uh, the the Myst uh, magic sword thing. Oh huh, my sir. god, yeah, that is... <laughs> it's
3: so not stupid. Good, but it's, it's so stupid and fun. On that subject, actually, I just had Sophia, like, almost stole her, like, Zephyl chapter.
0: Good, I mean, good timing as well, because her uh, resplendent heroes art just came out or whatever. Oh,
3: perfect. I, I mean, know, seems like thing. an odd like, choice. Everyone knows, like, characters like that are pretty bad, so I don't usually yeah. use them. So then, in drafts, it's fun to like cut loose. Like, sure. Oh you yeah. Have a speed wing, why not? You know. I sure. I
0: think you'd be surprised, uh, Hunter. I don't. I mean, I think Mecca can certainly comment on this. I remember one, one of the when you started your own YouTube channel, apart from mm-hmm. Don Don and everything. One of the first, b- besides the the Pitfall series, one of the first big videos I remember really kind of blowing up was your uh, Amelia video. Yes. Oh, I mean, Yeah. No, yeah the Amelia video.
4: Yeah.
2: Yep. That's uh, that was uh, a video that literally started with okay. I'm just gonna make a quick video. It was like twenty and minutes it was, long. Yeah, yeah. It, was, it <laughs> and wasn't then anywhere then near the, quick. That thing happened to it. Mm-hmm. I guess it was just like a perfect combination of like a fitting title and thumbnail and the like, content that was just controversial enough to get a bit of traffic. And the rest is history, really.
0: But... I think so. I remember you
2: got a response to it, didn't didn't you? That, oh that, yeah, yeah. The response. Do I talk about the response? Okay, I sure. guess I'll talk. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. Go for it. Okay, so there was there was. I mean, that comment section is full of people defending Amelia. Obviously. <laughs> (laughs) Because she's very popular among people who like to use a certain kind of unit. And I've always said, if you want to use these units, that's fine, but let's not pretend that they're good. Um, This one guy was very convinced that she was good. He made like a Reddit post, but I think it linked a video where he just talks, not just for the 20 minutes that I did, for for 90 minutes about why he thought Mm -hmm. Amelia was good. 90 minutes. And I was like, I just want dedication. yeah, that's some, that's some true Emilia dedication, but I guess if you're really a player, you have to be very dedicated, right? <laughs> <Ooh>. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> how, how is it even so, 90 minutes to say? Like,
3: the only argument is, you know, look at her total stats at the end. That's yeah, like growth, I guess.
2: <laughs> <laughs> kind of like, well, the thing is, he, he was also good? like, yeah. he was also playing my video out and then responding to it. So that I guess that we could take off like 24 minutes just based off sure. of that. Okay, so you're left with like 60 yeah, like, yeah. something. Uh, um, I was like, you know what, I don't want to watch your whole video not because i hate you but because 90 minutes is a long ass time maybe it wasn't even 90 minutes maybe it was 60 but anyway uh i would respond to him like hey do you have like um a script or a write-out of your thing so i could just respond to your points it's like mm-hmm. no i don't <laughs> which <laughs> just really confirmed to me that the guy was just kind of blurting out whatever came to his mind it felt like right
5: sure yeah so
2: i was like you know what i'll just have him on recording and i'll just talk to him about it and see if we can reach some kind of agreements and mm-hmm. made a video out of it don't really feel too great about it because honestly i i think he kind of made himself look a little sillier than he should have probably like i don't think he had a very coherent argument at, at all as to why Amelia would be good like all he got me to admit was that Amelia was like trainable which is true but which, yeah that's no but general mean, I, I think if, if anyone says
0: this at all it's, it's certainly you uh even though you know you're you're known to be this sort of advanced player or whatever, like you just said a second ago, you you always advocate for use whoever you think
2: is fun. Yeah, I, mm-hmm. I just I just finished in FV8 Iron Man. I used Amelia, I, but I, I did promote to, to Cavalier and Paladin, but I used Amelia mm-hmm. after yeah, 6 playthrough. 6 Iron Man, sure. yeah, she got insane. F 6 Iron Man, I trained Wendy. Like, wow. Come I on. mean, there's I, there's not even even units like Marty, who I
0: would assume Marty is probably in the running for worst unit in the series. Oh yeah, at least that, yeah that was comes to my mind. But Marty's uh, usable. You can still I, I use I think him. Marty's nice.
2: <laughs> like, not good or anything, but I think he has some pretty good early game utility at least, and that's more than that's a lot true. of us can true. say. Better, I mean, so that's they, true. Like, Fire <laughs> Emblem,
3: good and bad, usually just measures like how much investment they need to be good because almost everyone, yep. if you put the time in, if you baby them, if you give them like your stat boosters,
0: stat boosters, yeah, exactly, or the scrolls usually, in like, uh, FE5. Think, is there
3: anyone in the series that you can give that kind of attention to that's, still going to be bad.
0: Well, no, I think that, there's a lot of That's what my
2: point is. Yeah, I think. I think a lot of people when, they've, when they first play the series or when they've just finished the game, they will measure units by their potential rather than how good they are exactly. with about right. the same uh, dedication. So most newer players don't like units like Fe8 Cyrene, for example, who starts off like pretty bad-ish or like Null, for example. Um, or, I mean, mm-hmm. any of those late game pre-promotes with like kind of bad stats, like Medea, for example. Those aren't really like good. So the fact that they're like usable at base isn't really as valuable to them as the fact that just don't really have much potential whereas people like me for example who've been playing the series for a while and try to find like more objective ways to measure character's worth because if we just if we like train everyone to max level that's not a very good measurement so we come up with some kind of way to measure how good a unit is right for tier list debates and stuff and when you do that then units like Serene look a lot better because they're usable at base, whereas someone like Amelia kind of gets thrown in the gutter because, well, she's not very good at base, she needs a lot of attention, and even if you train her, the result usually isn't that much better than what you would have gotten otherwise, so it's not really worth it. So very different measuring sticks used by different players.
3: Yeah, a lot of newer players. When Sheppard was doing his tier lists, like, he even labeled them that way. Like, instead of A tier, S tier, it was, like, usable with investment, good with investment, like, great Mm -hmm. without investment, like... So you can just see directly what they mean. There's no confusion. Right.
5: Yeah. yeah. I,
0: I've always been a fan of that style, Chef. I think you started that with Fates, if I remember. Yeah, that's right. <laughs>
5: mm-hmm. I guess I'm trying. I'm, I, I don't even recall the story of the list. The only tier list I sort of remember is when I sort of, inst- I just labeled them as like super ball and ball
0: and. <laughs> well, that's just <that's> <laughs> talking about. That's, that's, <laughs> yeah. I remember though no, like you when that
3: Fates just echoes. came out, I didn't really know very much yet then, so I was like following all the stuff you posted very religiously. Yeah. Yeah. No, me too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh,
5: yeah. Then mm-hmm. I, mean, I did. Then I did the same for Echoes. I'm pretty sure. Echoes. Yeah.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: Not really for uh three houses because well, pretty it's, much it's, everyone, everyone but yeah. the archers are
5: fine. <laughs> well, well, it is. <laughs> <laughs> no, well, no, it's more of just Ash. Bernadette is good. Bernadette is good, but not as an archer. Not as an archer. No. Yeah, it's. But she's good for Lance. What, what is
0: she? I, I. I've never like in my Crimson Flowers playthrough.
2: She.
5: I'm Completely she's, got, uh, what, she's got what does Vengeance, she want? which is a pretty ridiculous counter. Bernie is art.
2: hilarious. He's the most hmm. fun unit I have ever used in Three Houses by far Ooh. with Vengeance. Wait, like, uh, yeah, Bernie? Yeah. Ridiculous. Yeah, Ridiculously just... fun. She's good as an archer too, don't get me wrong. Archer is like, it's uses. Or rather, I, I sometimes use bows with her when she can't afford to get countered. Like, there's nothing arranged for her to Vengeance. Yeah. But Vengeance is so easy to set up and so powerful. She's like, she's stronger than Dimitri in the early game, which is insane. It's wow. such a stupidly really strong unit, and, and like I, I find it amazing that people put her low on tier list and stuff because her strength is supposed to be low. Like she has the highest attack power in the game
5: when you consider everything. I think. Uh, I, yeah, think I think the, it's just I people. Think, people I think don't do, really actually. Mm-hmm. They do technically because Dudu also has Vengeance.
2: Yeah, but Dudu's problem I don't remember off the top of my head. But I, uh, there's a couple of things that make Dudu worse at Vengeanceing than Out. Uh, one of them I think is that he could, just gets um, Vengeance later. You I think he gets a, a higher rank. No,
5: they're both yeah, That sucks too. They're both C plus, I'm pretty sure. Uh, it, possibly. I know. Cy- I know. Tyro is also C plus.
2: Vengeance. Those oh, it is it? he really? But yeah. Availability C-horse Forced. Forced to do. Yeah. Hmm.
3: The weird thing with performance versus potential, I think, is that people very much learn the potential argument. They read like old GameFAQs forums and stuff. Like, I had my dad play FE7 on normal mode uh you know and he doesn't really play video games much this was like a long time ago but like i just mm-hmm. kind of set him to it well on his own to kind of see what happened and he was using marcus all the time he wasn't doing any you know xp theme nonsense he was fucking going for it because marcus sure. is great you know yes and yes. people that's, see that when they play yeah. the game but then when they read forums they're like oh my god no he's awful because at level 20 well, that's, 20, exactly, it's not as good that's as-
2: exactly what happened to me yeah. It's a trap, yeah. This is this is what I made Fire Emblem Pitfalls for, actually. This is yes. because uh, like a new player that you don't tell anything is probably going to use Marcus because he seems so good, but then people who are more experienced tell other players who are not as experienced, like, hey, don't use that guy. It's a trap. That's where the whole misconception is born. It's because people tell each other things that actually aren't true. And, and, and I, I think see- it's also because people approach Fire Emblem as like a traditional... RPG where you just got to level up your characters the most you can. But a lot of people just have trouble letting go of the idea that EXP is like necessary to complete the game. And this is, or it's it's usually not. And also like it's, I feel XP is more of a means to an end. Like I need some XP maybe to level up some characters to do what I want. Right. But I don't see it as a goal in and of itself. A lot of people get, get like fulfillment out of gaining XP, period. And that's fine, but you don't need it per se. And I think teaching players that they need the XP is kind of wrong. So that's why i try to tackle that a little bit
3: i also think that's part of where the reputation that fireball has for being this really hard series comes from in part because people try it out and then they read up because they hear it's hard so they want to make sure they get it right and then they read don't use marcus and then it's even harder for them so they're like wow fuck this this is really hard
2: Oh yeah, absolutely. It's
3: like well, I, I think mean, the, I the think other the F- tell beater, me, but yeah.
4: That's yeah,
2: a, yeah that's exactly what I was going to say. No,
0: I think that's part of the reason why the series has been so successful after. I mean, fe 12 did it first technically, but Awakening oh, What you yeah, mean casual I mean, mode?
3: Like, mm-hmm. For me at least that reputation yeah. definitely scared me away. And then, you know, I played Awakening when I heard that it had casual mode, and I got so bored even that first playthrough that I switched to classic after like ten chapters. Yep. But still, the fact that it existed made a huge difference. It
1: was enough to get you in the door mm-hmm. at the very least, and I, I yeah, imagine it's yeah. the case for a lot of people too.
2: Yeah, It's a good gateway drug, I'll admit that. <laughs> but I do think I do think it's important if you like want to get into Fire Emblem that at some point during your Fire Emblem career you learn how to play with classic mode on because a lot oh, of yeah. games Definitely. just don't have casual I, I mode. I think we all agree with that, yeah, for sure.
1: Yeah, because if you restrict yourself to only casual, you leave yourself a very small number of games, and a lot of those games aren't really very hard to be in with, with exceptions like, uh, yeah. like Conquest, maybe for example. Conquest is a little bit more difficult sure. than, like, Awakenings and Birthrights and whatnot.
0: And Phoenix mode is not a mode we
2: need to
1: touch. No, <laughs> no. <laughs> Dan, I have nothing against play really Phoenix
2: mode, but, but now
3: amazing story. Yeah, yeah.
2: I won't lie to you though. When I'm playing Revelation, I kind of wish I could just turn Phoenix mode on and just not have to reset chapters. Yeah, that,
1: just that'd for that'd a really couple nice of those go. really awful chapters.
3: Here's the secret yeah. uh, to playing Revelation Mecha. There's a little button. Don't on your play 3S. it. Yes. <laughs> if you press it, um, you never have to worry about it again.
2: people keep telling me this but i can't figure it out so i just gotta finish the game i'm sorry i'm almost done with it almost done with it all right that's great you'll never have to touch it again
0: i i played it because i'm like well i run this podcast i feel like i need to experience it uh it was a waste of twenty dollars and i wish i could get refund. Yeah. I'm sorry, I'm sorry for my, my Revelation lovers. Blazing Night, if you're listening.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I'm have popular I opinion, I like Revelations. So it meant mm. that I could play Revelation, like, whatever it was, a week before other, like, Americans. So yeah. I tried it out, and it was like, wow, Fates sucks. And then you guys were like, no, <laughs> <just> play Conquest. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> I've been kind of thinking about going back to Fates. I haven't touched the 3DS games and. In- I don't know. Since the switch came out, <laughs>
1: yeah, probably about the same for me. I haven't. Mm-hmm. I think I did play through, like a half of a playthrough of like Lunatic Birthright a while ago, but I never really finished it.
0: It's still. I know this is this is a little bit off topic, and we've touched on it in the podcast, but it still really does blow me away how uh, sort of. So, you know, people compare uh, Three Houses to Genealogy a lot, but if if anything, it's almost more like Echoes slash Gaiden. There, there's a lot of similarities between those games to me. Uh, so I mean, the, I don't uh, see a world
2: map, so I'm curious what you mean. Yeah, I mean,
0: I guess. Not, not as much the world map, but I think just yes, the, the promotion well, system, the promotion, way that yes. stats kind of work and stuff in that game,
2: yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. There's definitely similarities. I just think that the comparison to, to genealogy is more natural because there's so many references to things that are in Fe4. But That's uh, the true. most yeah. system from Echoes is nice though because it encourages people to just promote when they want to instead of promoting mm-hmm. um, as late as possible to get the most potential. I really like that about three houses. Yeah, I agree. Um, so how how do you feel
0: about three houses in general?
2: Okay, so uh, I'm a really big fan of the game. First of all, just I I love it. Uh, it's 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 fantastic it was much better than it was looking out to be for a while I remember the Mm -hmm. time we only had a trailer that was looking like it was just a high school drama and I really hated that but after the war trailer came out where it it was revealed that there would be like some kind of conflict between the houses that was when I really got sucked into it Um, I played Golden Deer first playthrough really loved doing it Uh, as I played it more and more and more the game has kind of worn on me to the point where I kind of have a bit of a break on three houses I think it's still a really interesting game it has a lot of analysis potential there's like a lot of potential waifus I guess I could put it Um, it's it's a really fun game to play occasionally now, but uh, as you play it more and more, the things that are so good about it, such as like the presentation and uh, the voice acting, uh, those kind of things you don't really see much of on a, in a second or third playthrough. Uh, things start to get repetitive, and then the things that are exactly. negative about yeah. it start to come out even more, like how repetitive it is, and how much of part one is the same, how much maps are reused, uh, how boring the objectives are. Like Really, when it comes to like the core gameplay of Three Houses, it's kind of just a sandbox that's not too interesting after a while. There's still, like, fun things you can do, but I, I really hope that future installments will go back to, say, Conquest-style gameplay or FE12-style gameplay or even Radiant Dawn-style gameplay, because if we keep yeah. getting releases with Three Houses level gameplay, I'm not going to be very happy about it. Like, the customization aspect is, like, cute for one game, but I don't know if it's going to, like, carry the whole series by itself. So, overall, I think I've I think I've said this since, since the start of my, like, first, no, since the end of my first Let's Play of Three Houses. It's like, okay, this game is good, and I'm glad that it exists the way it does, but uh, I don't think it's going to end up in my top three uh, of Fire Emblem games overall, but I'm still really glad that it's much better than what Fate and Awakening gave us, that's for sure.
3: I'm encouraged because financially and reputationally, even though people like us had a lot of problems with it, the 3DS sort of formula that they came upon was very successful, and they still were willing to change things a lot for Three Houses. That encourages Mm -hmm. me that they will continue to change things in the future instead of just resting on their laurels.
0: I hope so, especially because this is real. I mean, it's got to be the most
2: successful game in the series now.
0: Oh, it is. Yeah, at least in terms of
1: sales, I think it's passed everything already.
2: Yeah, I think so. It it passed like all routes of fates or something, I think. It it definitely passed Awakening a long time ago. Mm Mm-hmm. It's pretty insane. I can really tell by like the YouTube views and everything that Three Houses is definitely the most popular game so far. And I I mean, it wasn't around for the release of Fates uh, when I was making YouTube videos, but Three Houses is (laughs) like popularity. It's insane. Yeah, I think
3: with Three Houses, the monastery was its biggest selling point and it's also the biggest problem with the game because it means that it starts to feel repetitive and stale even in the second half of your first playthrough. And then you get to play the game three more times, which I thought some heroes taught us was a bad idea, but I guess not.
2: <laughs> I, I think they could have just solved that whole problem by just making the monastery a fucking menu, but hey, what do I or know? Or at least have that as like, some
1: sort of option, because eventually the monastery feels more like a chore than, like, something entertaining. Yeah, yeah.
2: absolutely. And we Especially in New the Plus, it. where, like, yeah. it's assumed that you've already beaten the game once. You don't need to do all the tutorials again until right. they're to fish, come on. I know.
1: Oh,
0: back to fishing. <laughs> yeah, very good. Not gonna be started. Don't <laughs> we scratch that. We don't need to fish
2: to begin with. Get those minigames out of my game. Yeah. That's not cool. <laughs>
5: you pass. You don't even need the fish. I hate fishing. <laughs> it's just, it's just, it's shame how it's every new game every arrives.
2: time I do like a playthrough of some kind where I need to get need to get footage or I'm just doing a let's play at some point I just do like a fishing stream where I just stream my fishing and just put on random music by viewers and just do Q&A's and stuff because there's no other way to get to it Yeah. how yeah. boring these stuff right, are it's like you
1: gotta get through it eventually yeah. you may as well make something out
4: of it
2: yeah, and because like you're, the game encourages you to hoard all your baits until like a certain day, like fistfuls of fish or golden fish or whatever, and then use all of it. So you've saved up like entire empires of fish <laughs> or like empires <laughs> of baits. Right. Yeah. So you're just gonna sit there pressing A for like hours and hours. It's the worst. <laughs> yeah. oh, game fishing game sucks. Are you and
3: Donal ever gonna do a no monastery run <coughs> where you just rest every single time? Oh man. Oh, oh, man. I mean he's...
2: I have done Emblem Three Houses speedruns and those runs are like ninety percent resting or basically like skipping to a certain date. Although they are on normal mode, so I guess that doesn't really count. Yeah uh, mm-hmm. you know Rengor is doing zero percent growth and three houses pretty well actually. <laughs> yeah, he's done. So <laughs> I think if you can do zero percent growth, you can definitely do zero percent monastery.
1: Yeah, it's <laughs> impossible. I saw on Twitter, it's...
0: Yeah.
4: It's on Twitter the
2: other day that Gas just
0: started a, a randomizer thing on three houses. Oh, oh he did, yeah. Yeah.
4: yeah.
5: Yeah, I'm pretty sure Rengar has actually completed every route now on zero percent growth. He, he,
2: I know he's planned out the final chapter of the church routes. I don't know if he's recorded uh, he, it yet. I think he has, but he's pretty far in. Yeah. Uh,
5: he just sent his. He, he posted a screenshot in the Dis, from Discord not a while ago showing the one turn of the. Oh of the, God, the, of one the turn of the silver snow final boss. So uh, yeah, that's. So he, he's done. That's... He's just needs to uh, post it and whatnot. Mm. Okay.
2: I hadn't seen, but yeah, I've been following his progress through three houses, 0% growth, and it's uh, it's been a mad ride. That guy has done the weirdest classes. At some point, he was like, "Hey guys, I've reached cursed levels of optimization. I'm going to use longbow archer Manuela in the final chapter, just to <laughs> do one <all the> damage <gasps> somewhere Wasn't or something." Also, there was wow. like Something
5: like dark bishop, seth for accuracy. Yeah, is, yeah, it's, yeah. It's like dark
2: major, dark bishop. I don't remember. I think he needed like either the uh, the <laughs> skill that gives someone
5: something less avoid or something, yeah, or the poison seeker. strike. One of those two. I think he needed yeah. Seeker, but I can't. I, I, yeah. I can't remember if he decided to flex and go for dark bishop. But <laughs>
2: dark, I, mean, I know for, for a fact that in the final chapter he's not doing dark bishop seth. I'm pretty sure he's
5: doing paladin seth. Mm. I, I guess that was old old strat that he was theorizing. Mm-hmm. But.
2: but yeah, yeah. I, I, go. I remember one at one point someone asked me. I think it was um, big clingy. I think it was or something uh, or. Uh, there was some other YouTuber that I I, I visited his channel and he asked me if three houses zero percent gross was possible. This was a long time back. I, I'm sorry, I really forgot who it was. I'm really sorry. And I was like, you know what, it doesn't look possible to me, but if I've if there's one thing I've learned about Fire Emblem is that people will find a way to make it happen and here we are a couple months later and someone's Someone, done
1: it. Some crazy man went and did it.
5: Yeah, I mean yeah. For you sure. got, got the resources, some of the the combat arts are pretty insane, and if you can just keep growing stat boosters at a constant rate, you know, you can make up all the stat different, all the stats falling. Yeah. <laughs> this is way for
2: true 0%. No stat boosters, just just promotion bonuses. Mm-hmm. When's when that happening? Hello. <laughs> <laughs> this is yeah, nothing. I, got... I was
1: gonna say like if, if that'd be a mode where promotion bonuses in this game will actually like do something for you, since you're not oh, gonna yeah. be growing any stats. You can actually make use mm-hmm. of those crappy base stats like every class has.
2: Yeah, it makes calculations for, like, what you need for certain boss benchmarks pretty easy. Because you oh, yeah. just go, okay, paladin base, plus my lance landsfare, plus um, battalion bonuses. I just You can just add it all up to see what you're going to have. Right. And then just, you can calculate how many, like, rocky burdocks or um, speed things you need. Speedy carrots, whatever they are. Speedy carrots, Yeah. 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 I
0: oh know how, man how is, is that the, the cutting i completely forgot about that
5: i haven't touched <laughs> that in forever in that game yeah yeah you just grow grow flowers yeah there's like severe like optimizations of like what what <laughs> flowers and plants to uh plant oh to god garden the optimization don't even yeah. get me started in yeah the, jesus
0: christ not, that, oh. this i mean we talked about this for two seconds <laughs> before the Podcast, but I think Animal Crossing has been on a lot of people's minds, and that sounds like Animal Crossing gameplay
5: to me. Not <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there's spreadsheets and what. <laughs> like I've yeah, I've done, I, I went and you looked it, it,
1: just out of curiosity, and I'm never doing that again. That was a mistake. What did you do? I went and looked Look like, at like the... spreadsheets and stuff on, on oh, yeah. greenhouse optimization. And I was like, my it's god, so what is? This? Oh my yeah, god, it's oh, so terrible! It's,
5: it's really. Just to get the stat boosters.
1: Yeah,
3: yeah, yeah. Spending twenty minutes running around between every chapter to make sure that your stats are boosted the right way was annoying in Fates, and it's not less annoying now. Yeah,
1: it's definitely pretty... more annoying. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's worse.
0: I was just gonna say yeah. that. I don't. What were the stat boosters called in Fates? You had to deal with with was tonics. Really... You had to deal with yeah, games. tonics. Tonics. That's well,
1: right.
5: Ton- yeah. Well, tonics. You also did in awakening as well, and it's also basically just the rainbow potion and Fe twelve. But just yeah. split up into but... specific items. Yeah, but even then, it's more. It's like a ten-minute thing you do in between chapters at most. But then, yeah. then, then in Three Houses, it's like, all right, here's forty minutes before you can go play the <laughs> game. Go actually play. the yeah, game Yeah, before again. you play the game that you
1: want to play, you got to go uh, play with some plants and do some fishing first. Uh, it's kind of it's kind of the uh, the
0: evolution of the pure water. In a well, sense,
5: no pure, pure, no, pure
0: water yeah. wore
1: off,
5: and you couldn't do it in Did the premon. Yeah, yes. it wore off.
1: It's basically the barrier staff, but an item.
0: Yeah, that's true. That's that's a better way to put it. That's a better way to put it. Well, um, kind
2: of.
5: <laughs> no, not really. I'm not even sure what you're trying to get at. I've been <laughs> I'm, 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 I'm I'm here for
2: like two minutes being like, what does the guy mean when he <laughs> says that? He's <laughs> like, the pure water. What? <laughs> what do you I mean? I mean, pure, pure water just is temporarily, temporarily
0: boosts your reds. For people who don't know, then the, the tonic items from Fates and the stat booster item, you know, plants, crops, oh. whatever, in the three Whoa. houses, it's just a one map
2: buff to, no, to the point, the are permanence. Oh, I see, I see. But the plants are permanent? Yeah, this permanence. Yeah, yeah. yeah. so you
0: still, still have <laughs> no idea where you're going <laughs> oh, with that. Oh, wait, I, it's okay, separate. this is where my confusion came from. Oh, I was cooking. talking for yeah, the, yeah, there yeah go. cooking. There I was go. thinking, yeah, I was cooking. thinking the, the meals yeah. that you cook. Do you know what I'm talking yeah. about? Yeah. yeah. That, that give everyone, like, a plus four luck or yeah. whatever. The one
2: where they go, I love cooking. I did not they wave their hands around and something sets fire. They're like, yes, this is going well. And you gotta do that every week. A good
5: <laughs> but even then, that's, but we have, that's the same as face cooking. Right. But yeah. ex- except less R- no RNG that's opposed to you just,
1: Yeah, you just get whatever stats you want. You just have to have those items. And plenty of those are fish, which means mm-hmm. uh, more fishing.
5: Yeah, yeah it's, it's all bullheads, so it's all, all <laughs> fish. God, we setting for bullheads. Jesus Christ, okay
0: not get Yeah, sorry. early on, it's just, you know, Man, I am so happy to say I've never
2: done a run of three houses where I fish.
4: <laughs> I do the one
2: fishing in the beginning, and that's it. You know what my problem was when I tried to do that? I was like, okay, I'll just not fish this playthrough. I'll just not do it. Screw it. I ran out of food. <laughs> I ran out of food. And yeah. you like, shit, now I got
3: to fish.
4: Dude, yeah, I, I, I can't yeah. fish.
3: <laughs> my second playthrough I did both Deer, which is longer. My first was Crimson Flower, uh, which is much shorter. And then uh i also was getting bored of the you know monastery stuff so i was skipping through it a lot more and then once i hit yeah. around the time skip i was just out of food i couldn't do <laughs>
5: well, the i'm pretty sure the the dark merchant actually in part two actually yeah. sells the stuff but that, even then it's like like uh, <laughs> yeah like That's what a lot of mods pay that guy like for that. food though
2: yeah spend spend money Making profits in time of prices shame on <laughs> you dark dark guy <laughs> Tell your friends. It's yeah, it's like the toilet paper corners. Exactly, exactly. I expect that guy to show up in a monastery next time with toilet paper and uh, face masks. You know,
5: but, you know, in a recent interview, the three the devs for Three Houses says, you know, that there's still something on the horizon for Three Houses. You know, maybe and, uh, that's the next DLC, just toilet paper DLC. Toilet
3: paper merchants. That's what we what we didn't know we needed. <laughs> The DLC is called the Porcelain Throne. It's all about. <laughs> <laughs> all right, um, Mecca. Unless you have anything else you want to say about like current projects you're up to, maybe we should move on to the questions.
2: Um, I mean, most of my projects just get announced on my channel, but basically what I'm doing right now is I'm going to finish up Revelations. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to finish up uh, that other game I'm playing FE12, and then I'm going to start new playthroughs, and I'm still not sure exactly what I'm doing. I'm playing Super Thracia. Uh, I'm going to do an FE5 super Iron Thracia. Man soon. Mm. Super Thracia. yes, yeah, super bad Thracia. It's like it's like Thracia, but unfair to people who play Thracia. Oh. It's it's very mean. <laughs> Ch- chapter it, 1 features an Arden with like 99 ever stats, just to give you an idea of what you're going to fight. Oh. Mm-hmm. It's,
4: it's, <laughs> <not a fucking laughs> it's, it's horrible, but
2: because I started that, a couple people actually started making translation patches for it, which is super funny because it used to be Japanese only. So I look forward to playing that in English oh. at some point. But um, yeah, if you want to see what I'm up to, just check my channels or check my Twitters and you'll see. I also have two waifus in the making, simultaneously. Oh. I still don't know which one is going to be done Ooh. first, but they're, they're going to be released apart from each other, of course, Any? but I have them up coming up and uh, Any I've already left? sort of hinted at them a couple times, so yeah. Mm? looking forward to that all right should
0: we get into the questions then guys Yeah, yeah let's do it all right sounds good we will see you after this music break Welcome back to Emblemcast episode 42 with our good friend Mecca. So, we're going to get into the podcast mailbag now. And if you want to ask us any questions, uh, you can email us at emblemcast at gmail.com. Or it's way better if you just join our Discord, which is in the, the podcast description, and go to the podcast mailbag channel. So, the first question And We, from...
3: we announce when episodes are coming up. Uh, to That's true. We yeah. questions in in time on the mm-hmm. Discord. So it's just better. Yeah,
0: <laughs> Exactly. Um, and, and it gives us one place to just sort of look at any, everything instead of digging through, like, a bunch of spam emails and <laughs> <not>, stuff, you know.
2: <laughs> Email? Okay, boomer.
0: <laughs>
4: <laughs>
0: anyway, the first question is from Hammerdan, who says, For Mecca, what
2: feature would you like to see added or removed in a future FE title? Okay, so I'm very afraid of turning a future game into Revelations. So I'm not going to suggest a new future because like half of Revelation is new, quote unquote features, and almost all of them turned out bad.
0: but you didn't
1: like uh, the uh, shovels, elevators, smell?
2: and stuff like that. Shoveling I love snow, elevators; yeah. they're great. Especially when you die, i <laughs> waiting for them. That's just that's yeah. fantastic design. How about the chapter uh, but... of
1: shovel snow? Just, that, that's just all you do. <laughs>
2: I mean, that's basically the monastery, but in a different <laughs> forms. What about the what about the red, about the red blue doors? You just have to. Oh try. yeah, that's god! Good I too. forgot When the that game one. just lies to you and you just kind of have to guess because she was there was something different. Yeah, that's that, that, like, that's just top to stuff right too. there. Yeah, the staffs chapter were like one little fuck up and you lose like ten thousand gold and the yeah. boot sets. I'm giving it a thumbs up in real life as I speak because it's that good. (laughs) I would would mostly like to see some old features return. I love the rescue mechanic. I really wish it wasn't in Three Houses for some more flexibility. Because if you're going to do sandbox things anyway, there's no reason not to have rescue in it, right? And then um, I love Shove and Smite repositions. Capture. I'm okay with... I think the problem with FE5 capture from modern games is people are just way too greedy and they just want to capture everything and it makes the game super yeah. tedious as a result. Don't capture mm-hmm. everything in FE5. Just play the game normally, capture what you need. That's all you need to do. Exactly, yeah. Maybe, like, I loathe to say that anything from Fates is better than anything from Three Houses, but the capture from Fates is not that bad. It might actually work in future installments. I would actually mm-hmm. like that.
0: Um, I think it's, I think so, yeah.
2: Fates is just a little underdeveloped because it's it's
0: just Niles. I think, that uh, can capture Niles, is Niles. The Yeah.
5: Yeah. Yeah, Orochi, okay. Yeah. It's more used used in, like, in Conquest, just because then you can capture unique enemies that have skills, (laughs) unique skills. Yeah. Like, is it also also just better than Orochi, or is that just. um, I'm I'm, a a, one face. It is. Well, it's more of Orochi targets res more easily, which is more easy for capturing some stuff. I guess. I just,
2: I, I don't know. I've only played Conquest. I haven't played Birthright, and uh, in Revelations, you won't see me try to use either. In fact, I just killed off Niles because he <laughs> had to open the door for me and then die. <laughs> he, he helped me through the stealth chapter, though, so shout out to Niles. <laughs> <laughs> Alright,
0: uh, next question is from Pendaren, who asks uh,
2: favorite unit who you hate as a character? Man, The reverse is so easy, because there's a lot of units that I like, that I like, hate. Because like, for example, I hate Ford both as a unit and as a character. Well, mostly oh, yeah. as a uh, as a unit. But favorite unit that I hate as a character? Uh, I think Niles is kind of a douchebag. I kind of don't like him, but then again, he's a Fates character, so obviously I'm <laughs> biased against those. Sure. But like, uh... Camilla, I guess, would be the best pick because she's like the ultimate gamebreaker in conquest. But she's also like the embodiment of everything I hate about modern fire emblem. Right? You you (laughs) like her
3: incredibly deep backstory about the concubine wars (laughs) that they mentioned like maybe uh, twice. Mommy's here.
2: (laughs) I honestly, like honestly speaking. Uh, Camilla has grown on me when I was playing Fire Emblem Warriors and just like belly smashing on top of a bunch of armies with Camilla is ridiculously fun. And Camilla really fits into Warriors very well because that game is just... You can't take it seriously. No matter what you do, you just can't take it seriously. So Camilla fits in perfectly in that dynamic. But in a game that's mostly supposed to be, in my opinion, about like the serious consequences of war... Camilla is just so weird and so, like, too anime. I hate saying that phrase because it carries way more weight than it should. But, yeah, Camilla is everything wrong with Modern Fire Emblem in a nutshell. Way to say... See- a- I like Mark and Joe put it as, like, a very cynical assumption on the developer's part when it comes to the players. That's how I yeah. think, Camilla. Yeah. We need, we need titties or we can't keep your attention.
0: <laughs> That's a good way to put it. Do, you, do you, any of you guys have any other favorite unit who you hate as
1: characters? Well, my low-hanging fruit was Camilla, so... Uh... Just echo well. literally everything
0: he just said. <laughs> nice pun you there. You what else is uh, uh, Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Makalov
3: from Tellius. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Although, honestly, I kind of... Like, he's a horrible person, but I kind of like him. It. It's kind of fun. <laughs>
4: <laughs> okay.
3: <laughs> no, no, just, like, just because he's funny. And mostly because in all of their conversations, Marsha just, like, completely destroys him. As <laughs> um, As he deserves because he's kind of no, a I wouldn't want to hang out no. with
2: him, yeah, but I no. think Makalov is a decently written character. Yeah.
0: Oh, yeah. yeah. He's uh, just a horrible um, person. Me, I don't I'm know. I can't of think of any myself.
5: I, if, I don't, if I don't like them, I just don't use them, even if they are good. <laughs> I guess the I I biggest example that I could, I mean, would come to mind would actually be like Three Houses Catherine. I actually had she's super amazing she's Dude. a douche holy shit yeah she's super yeah. amazing but it's like i just don't use her at all and i don't like her at all either <laughs>
0: yeah i don't particularly like her either um anyway we'll move on uh next question is from everyone's favorite zerk monster hunter who asks favorite
2: breakfast when hungover <laughs> So I I stopped drinking alcohol like quite a while ago. I still like occasionally drink like a beer, or one or two. But I just realized that I don't need alcohol to have fun in my life. Uh, I just need to hang out with people. Like I'll have a couple beers and that's about it. That's all I need to have have a fun, buzzing time. And then drinking mm-hmm. more of that is just not worth it because you're gonna wake up with headache and like you're you're gonna waste an entire day just recovering from it. Uh, sure. I do remember yeah. I like uh, I like having scrambled eggs uh, when I, I did was have just hangovers. gonna say that
0: as, as someone who smart, is in college. Smart, smart. Yeah, <laughs> someone who is in college. My best. Hangover uh, food is, is like scrambled eggs, some some good bacon, or something like that. And make sure you drink a lot of Gatorade, something with electrolytes.
3: My secret after a night of drinking, just skip to lunch. Usually you're sleeping until like 10 or 11 anyway. 10 or 11 yeah, casual. Catch- see, my, my <laughs> thing is, it, if,
0: if, if I drink a lot and I get really hungover, I can't sleep, and I usually end up waking up at like 9, you know? So it's, it's best for me to... Get some food in me if I can stomach it. If I have to, anyway, we'll we'll skip to the next question. Uh, so Smithy asks uh, question for everyone: What would your biggest concern with a possible genealogy remake be? Something that they would change or add or I I miss spoke that, something they would change or add that you wouldn't want
2: them to. Okay, so I go first on all these, right? Yeah, go for yeah, first. Sure. Go go first, for yeah, first right? Okay, sure. Got yeah, so right? I made a video, of course, because I make a video on everything. I made a video on my biggest fear, which is that they combine FE4 with FE5, and as a result, they ruin both games. That's my That's biggest right, fear yeah. by far, because I think both games, they deserve separate attention, and I think they can't really make a combined remake properly. I think they'd have to screw up somewhere. I don't think they can do it well separately. Besides that, if they do make it separately... Uh, I mostly, I'm mostly in favor of a faithful remake where they just do quality of life stuff, like let me skip enemy phases, uh, let me auto move my units uh, to the right place. And other than that, I think I don't want it to change something like. If they delete the thing where everyone has the old gold pool and they can just trade items I think that would really ruin genealogy's gameplay because the planning aspect of it is like one of the most important parts of what makes it fun in my opinion I can see them do it which is what I hate um, that's like my biggest concern by far so they just ruined the whole golden item economy of genealogy and as a result mm-hmm. they just destroy a little, a big part of what makes genealogy genealogy but I know'm I'm, I'm not alone in that one. More yeah, I, take, I think is that a lot of people want, like, I'm sorry, I'm, I'm gonna do one more than I'm done, yeah. I promise. <laughs> Go ahead. Um, another one that I fear is that they're gonna try very hard to explain and show scenes that we don't really need to be shown. Like, a lot of people want something like the memory eclipses that were like echoes or something. I forgot what they're called. Yeah. <laughs> and where, for example, show like Quan and Sigurd and Elson or Eldigan what is, is what he's called, right? Uh, at school or something. That's like, that's <laughs> something that was told through like one scene of dialogue and to me that was fine i don't think we need a cutscene of that
4: yeah,
2: um and i fear they might be doing that too much if they give in to that temptation to show everything ever instead of spending time developing meaningful scenes in the here and now uh but that's like that's that's a fear far below the other ones that i've named though yeah. <laughs> that's a little more of this sure yeah guess,
3: luckily I, well okay for, for better and for worse fireball <laughs> Remakes have a pretty good history of being pretty darn faithful, with one or two sort of big added mechanics, but otherwise keeping all of the <laughs> all of the good and all of the jank, as we saw with. Nicholas. Oh yeah, yeah, especially so, you know. I disagree. What, what I think sort what of ruins <laughs> genealogy's uniqueness the most is if they chopped up all the maps, but I don't think it's very likely that they'll actually do that. What no, I, think I don't is, think they do that. What is the most worrisome in terms of they might actually do this? I agree with Mecca is getting rid of the gold economy because that I could totally see happening and it mm-hmm. would really it would be a shame because that was one That's of the, the, the
0: other thing well, go, I ahead. Was gonna go say, ahead that
1: was one of the more interesting things about like your micromanaging and things you had to maintain in genealogy was maintaining your items and keeping them on the right people and maintaining your money and keeping that where you need it and I think losing that would yep. lose a part of what makes genealogy genealogy yeah. again federal i wars. think so and,
0: and, and it makes inheriting the you know the weapons and stuff like that at the right. end of part one a lot more meaningful right. because it's a pain in the ass to get them over to someone else and it feels like oh, that yeah. weapon
1: yeah. At belongs at end, to you
3: that just character be like, mm-hmm. hey i want Arthur to have this window
2: i'll just trade it over in one turn yeah <laughs> right i mean trade strats can be fun but we do that in like every farm game ever already so why not yeah. do something different right, yeah. in genealogy yeah, do something a little mm-hmm.
3: different. Well, Geniality for especially for a casual player, like it's the whole game building up to it, whereas if you change it to a regular Fire and Trade System, it'll be like, you know, one or two turns. Yeah, I feel, I feel yeah. like yeah. it takes away part of that impact we're going for with Chapter 5 as well.
2: You know what? If they want to make it like you can only trade items within castles or within a prep menu and at, like, a cost of less gold, like, what if you don't have to give up 50% of your gold to trade over an item, but, like, 25% or something? I'd be more okay with that, because that still gets rid of that flexibility you have in other Fire Emblem games. I'd be sort of okay with that, compromise if that makes it more accessible to yeah. other people.
3: Tweaking the system is different from getting rid of it. Yes. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Yeah. Same with, um, like, the big maps. If they fix the movement, if they make road bonuses way bigger, if they, you know give footies more road bonuses instead of less stuff like that to kind of tweak the big map system so it's less tiresome that i'd be in favor of but just chopping them up is not the solution well
5: i mean they kept kept all the accuracy the avoid tiles and echoes so uh, i think they'd they'd keep they'd keep those movement bonuses the same for no reason i don't think
3: they're gonna change much they'll add like you know a forging or a reclassing or something like that and that'd probably be it
5: uh, I, I,
0: I, I mean, guess my, I think biggest, my
5: other, my biggest fear Ooh. would be them turning in, like, the home castle at the start of every chapter into just basically a monastery. Uh, oh, uh, yeah. Oh. Just don't, every, just every don't
1: one see, fear. Now you, <laughs> yeah, said that. you've gone <laughs> and done <laughs> it. Damn it, now it's <laughs> gonna happen.
3: I, now I'm worried Because, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, it's,
5: it's, it's, they set it up to, it'd be set up to, that's just like how you pass the time in between chapters is just run around a castle, monastery. <laughs> yeah.
2: No, I think not- even if they made it Fates My Castle, I'd be very worried about the game. Because yeah. that castle is also mm-hmm. not very balanced at all. My, my like, other worry would be in that, uh, in this. If
0: it's done well, I think could be a good thing, but if they, they add the whole sort of part three or epilogue thing in development where you find oh, the God. part one characters that are in stone or whatever, uh, I don't know. <laughs> that is a very risky move if oh, you yeah. do that. Yeah, yeah Again, I agree. I feel
1: like it just would lessen the impact of chapter five if you did that.
0: Mm-hmm. Ab- well, absolutely. Yeah, well, I mean, like I,
3: there's a lot of the it's parents a great that are in history that they didn't have time to put it in the final game because it's much better without it right. thematically.
2: Thematically, yeah.
0: And
3: and if genealogies, late game maps are any indication, probably also gameplay wise. <laughs>
2: <laughs> God. On the other hand, though, can we appreciate just the idea of a Chapter 5 cutscene in like Oh, yeah, games?
3: that
5: would be <laughs> amazing. That'd be good. If, if they, had a good, God, had, if they good. had a good studio on it, though. And not, yeah, sure, maybe, not Cody Tecmo, <laughs> maybe not <laughs> yeah. the Echo Studio. Actually,
0: Different.
2: the Three Houses cutscenes were like okay, but I'd rather have like the Fates level cutscenes or the Awakening ones. Those yeah. were mm-hmm. amazing. Yeah, not the, not At the actually, same ones. I feel
3: like a big part of the impact was that it happened in gameplay. Or, you oh, know, yeah. not, not literally in gameplay, but like with gameplay presentation. Like, this is what happens when units die in any other chapter, also. True, true.
2: Mm-hmm. I can see that.
3: But I wouldn't That's... complain about a big stylish cutscene either, mind you.
0: Mm-hmm. That's an interesting way to put it. Anyway, we're gonna—I think—we'll go into the next yeah. question. So, this is from Cody. There's a couple of things here. We're just gonna break them up a little. Um, thoughts on Path of Radiance possibly getting a remake before Genealogy, assuming Mangs's sources end up being correct.
2: Yeah, Um, I don't mind it per se, like uh, I I think genealogy is definitely more dire for a remake when all things are considered, but I don't Mm -hmm. mind the idea of Path of Radiance either because the game is so inaccessible to a lot of people, it's very expensive, Uh, it's not being made anymore apparently, they refuse to release it on like some kind of virtual console thing, so and this might be why, I don't know. I don't mind it, but the thing about Path of Radiance though is that it doesn't need that much of a remake. It just kind of needs oh. skip enemy phases or make them faster. And Basically, yeah, that's, that, it. that's exactly what yeah. it is. Like say. a remaster <laughs> like, re It's a bit too easy. It needs a good difficulty too. That's that's also something it really needs. Yeah. I mean yeah. that's one of those games where we were talking about the, the two
0: two pack that some people talk about with uh, excuse me, four and five. I think if they were to do um, Path of Radiance and Radiant Dawn, I would love that in a two pack where it's just like you said, you add those couple of features it needs with the skip enemy phase and you know, speed up turns, things like that. And I don't think it needs a full remake. You can just uh you can just touch up those textures and, and yeah, make like it a, a remaster.
3: Like fix the couple gameplay niggles add skip enemy phase, stuff like that, you know, maybe up it. Yeah. That's
5: it doesn't need a remake. It needs. It it need I still a don't get why people
2: want it combined with another game, though. I still think there's too many arguments against it. <laughs> Honestly, like I, I don't mind Radiant Dawn remake either for the same reasons. It does need to call a couple of improvements, but why do you want to combine it with Radiant Dawn and Path of Radiance? I don't get it. Well,
3: I don't. I no, think the, reason, the reason. Um, yeah. Like combining them into one game, just like uh, you know, a combo deal where you buy both so but yeah i, or, I, I mean look. Just, like radiant dawn is a fucking huge game like radiant dawn and path of radiance together is like four normal Fire Emblem games that's i mean so, yeah. less with three houses you know upsetting the balance of what a normal fire game is but like
5: well, three houses also also like only like forty percent actual game. Yeah. yeah. <laughs>
4: <laughs>
5: and there's four paths, but there's a lot of
2: reused maps and <laughs> that stuff. if you're out there. And you like three, three houses? Just remember, you're playing forty percent of a real game. If you're <laughs> <your> first. <Yeah. laughs> I'm the guys, it's got like a thousand hours in it. Forty percent of a Me game. Me too. Me too. Because I mean, it's, <laughs> it's like this way, I only have like four hundred real hours, and it sucks. Yeah. It just feels so <laughs> empty. We also
3: we have a quick question. From uh, Yam I Am slash uh, Devin slash Hobo. Just asking what your favorite cartoon from Cartoon Network is. Oh, that's
2: right. Yeah, 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 that one. Um, I The only one I can think of right now that's like sticks out in my memory is Dexter's Laboratory. But I watched it when I was very small. So I couldn't tell you the plot of any single, any <laughs> single episode. I just remember enjoying it.
3: Okay. Uh, Good show, though. Would you prefer a Cavalier-based class or a Flyer?
2: I mean, for what? Like, I enjoy using... I think flyers are better generally, but there's some pl- there's some places where you want a Cavalier because there's just too many archers. Um, yeah. I mean, I, yeah. l- I love all my pre-promoted Paladin boys. I love my anti-pitfalls, jagans, but <laughs> I can't say no to RNG Blessed Vanessas or RNG of Jills or something. Like, all those are super <laughs> That's good. True. It's, That's true. That's true. It's a big dilemma you're putting me in front of here. Like, uh, okay. overall, well, like... I. I like Flyers. Let's go with Flyers. Yeah, Yeah. Flyers. um, Flyers. I'm
3: just going to go to Rapid Fire because there's a lot. Uh, Biggest issue with Violet.
2: I have a whole video on it, but basically (laughs) he is... he contradicts the, the things that are shown about Baletha are not always in, in line with each other like at one point on one hand he's like super charismatic but on the other hand he's like this silent mercenary with no emotional skills or social skills whatsoever and it really bothers me and I just feel like I can't I can't look at Baletha and not have a cynical take on him because it feels so pandery to me the fact that he's here yes. and yeah we just I would, spent I, our
0: whole last episode kind of talking
3: about this so okay talking,
0: okay fine yeah. in that case I'll leave it at that Yeah,
5: either go, go watch go listen the last podcast, or watch my video. video,
0: or do both. Mm-hmm. Or or the, both. Yeah, yeah, do both. Do both. But why not both? Yeah, yeah, play it. both. Anyway, next question is uh least favorite game to go back and play. Revelation. Did you yeah. It yet next. <laughs> every single one of us agrees. Best thing it's Kaga, so Kaga did. See. Yeah. Best thing Kaga did, and worst thing Kaga did as well. best thing is uh, you
2: know make fire emblem that's pretty uh, (laughs) pretty cool I (laughs) guess kind of happy about that in particular make ratio yeah, make Thracia is, is, is pretty good. Make genealogy probably mm-hmm. pretty good too. Um, worst thing, I mean, I'm not gonna say leave, even though that would be a very easy answer. Uh, <laughs> worst thing probably movement stars on people that move like Shiva and um, what's that other guy's face? That, there's one boss in Thracia that like has a movement star and moves around and kills you guys with a horse mm-hmm. layer. That's that's pretty rude. Um, Xavier's <laughs> recruitments probably oh, God. Uh, probably like a bazillion things in Berwick Saga that I don't even know about. Uh, yeah, he's done his, his fair share of douchey things, but... It all. feels it's like a lot of see
3: into the future and see that the only way to play his games fairly is with save states. I know! With those, <laughs> with those they're pretty manageable. <laughs> like, it's not that much of a problem. But if I imagine like like playing genealogy on a fucking Super Nintendo, like waiting for those enemy phases with no speed up. Well, also or also like, the ratio with the sudden ambush and movie start. Like, well,
0: one one of the few things I disagree with uh, Chaz on as well, Chaz Chaz. Talks a lot about not using a guide when you're playing 4 and 5 for the first time, but 5 in particular, it's like, how the hell are you supposed to know <laughs> any of that stuff? Oh, <laughs> they yeah. really want you to, like, Basically, have a guide in that game. They
1: really do. Mm-hmm.
0: I will say, I love Movement Stars. I think they're so stupid. It's just funny. <laughs> it's the, it's. I feel the exact same way about Movement Stars as I do about, uh, you know, heel staffs being able to miss. It's just like, that's funny. such an overrated issue, man. Everyone hates it on is it, an but overrated it's really not that big of a deal. It's yeah. not. It's. It, it like almost never happens and when it does Unless it's think funny it's just, when tina misses something with a thief staff it's funny yeah. exactly. how do you <laughs> miss a torch anyway how does that work yeah. exactly.
3: it's when you try to light it and then it just falls it around and yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah. Like we're trying to light up a smoke yeah exactly yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, I think that's about it for questions, right?
3: Uh, how do you feel about fire? Oh, that's going right, from yeah. set promotion lines to everyone can be anything? So and I've heard about this before. I think that whatever it does for gameplay, it is a problem a lot of the time with the characters because you have them kind of set in their classes, and it's meant to be of significance. And then you know, oh, but they can actually like you know, here's your little you know wave healer girl who can also you know grab an axe and start attacking people. Like, there's a disconnect there. Now, you know, if you think that the gameplay benefits are worth that disconnect, that's totally fine. Like, I I don't have any objection to that. But just for me, it's kind of a problem. Especially in, like, Three Houses, when it's not just specific reclass promotion lines, but it's like everyone can be almost literally anything.
1: It's like, yeah, I think it can cause
2: problems. Yeah. Because, like, for three houses, it's not designed for it at all. I mean, it's three houses, just not designed for anything in particular. But the Mm -hmm. the reason the maps, or one of the reasons the maps are so linear and so just kill boss and you're done basically, I think is because everyone can become everything. If you had like very restricted characters and what they could do, I think they'd be more willing to have specific map designs. But instead, everyone could be a wyvern, so there's no challenging maps left. Yeah. Yeah. I was a
0: fan of how they did it in, in Awakening, to be honest. I, I like mm-hmm. how that system works. And I get I mean, I thought they overcomplicated it a little bit in Echoes where you have these Twenty different. What is it? You have the heart seal, and then there's the. You mean in that's face. Friend, face but yeah. The friend. You had, yes. you had oh, the the heart seal, face. and then you have the
2: buddy seal.
5: Oh, I agree. I'm the afraid to seal. use those items. Yeah. <laughs> I'm afraid yeah. to use
3: those
2: items when I play Fates because I don't know shit about Fates. So I, think like, was, I think going it was these my convoy. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: you, it was simpler, and it was, it was a little bit more streamlined in, in a good way, I think, in, a, in Awakening, where you had the second seal that also worked as I think what was technically the
5: buddy seal, right? And no,
4: in,
1: well, in you you couldn't gain classes from other people unless you're like an inherited yeah, could you
5: not in, in, no. In, no. yeah in awakening it, it was no. everyone just had their three sets of classes yeah then, that's, then right. In, that's right that's right besides the avatar in Fates yeah. you have two sets of classes but you can gain a set of class just through marriage or a plus supports
0: sure i think i think i like the the awakening way the best then personally
1: because it, it does a good job of like of uh, meshing like have people having their set roles while also still having some flexibility.
0: Exactly. Like it makes sense yeah. that Krom could pick up a bow or that he could, you know, be a cavalier. But not. And sometimes you know.
3: they do fit the characters in interesting ways. Right. Like, okay, well I don't really know shit about awakening characters. But the, the example that people give is always that like Oh fuck, I can't even remember someone, Blanku or Kellen were one of those guys, like used to be a thief so they can reclass to thief. Like stuff like that mm. where it actually fits.
2: I thought for Calum, the Kalim, idea was that no one ever noticed him, yeah. so he's yeah, a pretty good that's, thief. Yeah.
3: Yeah. That's it. Yeah,
5: yeah, I was gonna say oh n- neither God. of those two were thieves, and also I'm pretty sure Lanku is Weinberg. Sec- I, I day. haven't played Awakening in
3: like six years.
5: <laughs> Congrats! <laughs> Thank <laughs>
3: you. <laughs>
1: but yeah, uh, you, you
3: can do stuff like that where it's still integrated because it's manageable. Three houses is not a manageable system.
1: Mm-hmm. No, because you can be you can reclass every single character to a wyvern, nothing stops you.
3: Yeah
0: yes yes so with that we have one last question and that's from cal elliwood who says what got you guys into fire emblem in the first place not game but experienced people etc uh
2: well i was uh, i was playing pokemon and a friend of mine was like dude you play too much pokemon you should try something else and he recommended fire emblem to me and then i played it i played f7 i was uh, very bad at it a lot of people died i gave up on it came back later fell in love the rest is history that's, that's how I planted the Fire Emblem. Someone told me I played so much Pokemon, play something else. <laughs> 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 also, it, help, it helps that I got stuck on Golden Sun first. Otherwise, maybe I would have been obsessed with that one. Mm. And that would have been a pretty badly. <laughs> so
3: I was pressing looking at the state of Fire Emblem. To the
4: state of Pokemon right now. <laughs> I,
0: I have Big told the story in the past before, but the way that I got into Fire Emblem is uh, first I played Super Smash Brothers Brawl and I liked. I thought Ike was cool, so I saw Ike on the cover of Radiant Dawn and I was like, "What the hell is this game? I don't know where the hell Ike is," and I stopped playing it. Uh, but then um the when the 3ds first came out if people remember this if you bought the 3ds within the first i think about six ish six ish months of launch uh you got 10 free gba and nes games the gba games that were never ever released on that system in, in its entire lifespan and one of those games was fire emblem sacred stones so everyone i knew was uh that had a three D S was picking up Sacred Stones and I played it and I got really into it and the rest is history from there for me.
3: I think from, yeah, I kinda of talked about mine earlier in this very podcast, so you do not go into that too much.
5: <laughs> I think my mine mm-hmm. was I was in it was senior year of high school and um, I just from like, one of my buddies in my AP Stats class was like, Hey man, you should put you should put you should play Fire Emblem. And then I did, and then I proceeded to play more Fire <laughs> than he has ever had. And you're like, hey, this ain't too bad. And then he proceeded to play every yeah,
1: single game I of the series ten times in a day.
5: Yeah, it was sure. like within, within like six six months, I had already played like pretty much every game in the series. Yeah, that <laughs> sounds about right. And then, and then, and then it's like, sounds and then, like the <laughs> chef and we know it love. Yeah, and then like three months later, <laughs> that became like the mod, the mod of our Fire Emblem. And then I was like, yep. wow, that, this escalated very quickly.
0: <laughs> now you're the boss, man. I guess. <laughs> 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 All right. So I think with that, we're going to go into our third special topic segment. So why don't we hear some more music or whatever wonderful Japanese advertisements Darren likes to play
3: <laughs> and, and get right into it. Well, now it. you've got it. You All right, We'll see you guys. Again, that's because I'm dead.
0: And welcome back to episode four two forty two of EmblemCast four two with Mecca. Um, running so out of towels. We're running <laughs> out of <laughs> towels. Exactly. Sad we couldn't have you on for episode four twenty. Uh, oh, we'll get there eventually. I mean, eventually we'll be, <laughs> we'll, we'll be like eighty. So there's a chance. Yeah. <laughs> so you're saying true. <laughs> There's a chance. There's a chance. Uh, So why don't we get into the topic today, which is just sort of what your experience has been like as a Fire Emblem YouTube content creator and also any tips, guidelines, suggestions you'd give to people who haven't made a channel yet but want to get into it.
2: Okay. Oh, okay. Here comes history. All right. So, uh, the first video I uploaded is called Isadora versus Linus. It's just, or it's like Isadora or Linus or something where she just crits him twice and like save my butt like that. And it's like a horrible quality video because of course it is. (laughs) And there's a bunch more videos of mine like that. I, I remember one time, I don't know if you guys are experienced in OBS or what, but uh, I remember I would like start recording my VBA for like some kind of Let's Play. I think it was my FE8, pick my edits run. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just co-record with someone else. I would not do any audio balancing whatsoever. I uh, wouldn't really bother editing too much either. I would, uh, I would record my VBA in OBS but I wouldn't even bother getting the dimensions of the game, right? So the game was like in the upper left corner of the screen and everything else was like black. <laughs> so basically, like I was using like one-fourth of the screen. It was horrible to look <laughs> at, horrible. <laughs> I fucked YouTube when I first started. So our first recommendation would be probably just to you know experiment a little bit before you're gonna start putting things online, ask some friends for feedback, uh, ask some experienced people for feedback before you put stuff online. That way you won't get stuck with a 144p quality reputation <laughs> for the rest of your life. Uh, people will probably find something different to make fun of you for, but at least it won't be that thing. Um, other than that, I, it's just it's just a matter of doing, like if, you, if right now you're sitting there uh, being like, I wanna make a channel, I wanna make a channel, I wanna make a videos, I wanna make stuff, but you're not doing it, then you're probably not having a whole lot of fun. So I suggest you just start doing it and have fun and see whatever comes your way. If you want to make a video on something, then make a video on something. Like, there's no use just sitting there waiting for it to happen. It's not going to happen just like that. Mm-hmm. And your first products will probably suck and that's okay. Like Your first things will yeah. suck. No matter what you do, there was something going to be wrong with them. You're going to mess up the audio. You're going to mess up a visual, edit somewhere. You're going to mess up something and that's, that's fine. You just got to live and learn. Mistakes are part of the trade. Um, next big thing, uh, don't expect to make money off of it uh, i got very very lucky with the amount of attention i got somehow it probably shouldn't have happened the way i did the way i went was like it went from that fun thing with colonel m for like fun to like doing it with don don who has like some some notoriety in the community but he still only has like 6k subscribers i think or something 5k yeah. maybe yeah uh, he doesn't like make ad revenue or something he's not getting rich out of these videos and um then I started working with Mangs. That's when my name got really out there. And mm-hmm. again, that was like just me getting lucky. I just randomly asked Mangs like, Hey, um, bring me along for an episode of FV7. And it just kind of stuck from there. But that was a lifetime opportunity. And I probably like, that's basically the path that I took. And it was a very unlucky path or like a very fortunate path, but it's not something everyone can just do. Cause not <sighs> got to be very lucky to be noticed. You can only get noticed if you're lucky and you can only get lucky if you get noticed if you know what I mean it's like a visual circle like a vicious circle whatever you want to call it it's like an eternal circle that you have to get into and uh, it's very hard to get noticed on YouTube when nobody knows your name and people will only watch your stuff if if you've already been noticed so don't expect big subscriber numbers right away don't expect big ad revenue just do it for fun as a hobby Uh, don't expect to make your career out of it because it's it's not for everyone it's not because you can't do it but it's because YouTube is very unfair and uh, there's only so much attention on the internet and it's kind of hard you get it in the first place so no high expectations just do it have fun uh do like an iron man playthrough just play your game and pay a little bit of attention to quality those would be my main tips don't expect too much of yourself just do it to have fun because uh, you're not getting rich out of it trust me mm-hmm.
0: uh, there's a special- I, I think one thing one thing that i would really recommend as well uh something that's helped us out in the future you just mentioned it with mangs and also not not purely just for the the numbers of your channel but also just because it is a lot more fun I think try, try and make connections with people you know when, when we mm-hmm. were first just starting out we reached out to a couple people and we eventually ended up having you know guests on the podcast and now every every couple of episodes we usually have someone of some kind of notoriety in the community and it's, it's a lot more fun you meet cool people you make friends you make connections and you might get a chance to be on one of their videos or, or do a collab with them on your channel and I think it's it's a great experience for everyone, and there is uh, a Fire Emblem YouTuber Discord that. Uh God, I haven't been there in forever. Exists, <laughs> yeah. But it exists. It exists, and it's it's I a great way. I have it somewhere way. too, yeah. It's yeah. somewhere. It's somewhere exactly. in the void.
2: A, in the void, it's a great way to to try and reach out, and make connections. Oh yeah, collabs are like one of the most fun parts for me. Uh, I a agree. while ago, I usually re- like record uh, live reactions to Mag's Iron Man streams because things always go wrong, so it's fun to react to those. <laughs> and um, usually, I'd have Vin on my designer but she was sick at the time, I think. So instead, I uh, I was like, how can I ask? Because sometimes I would ask like Kirby Master, for instance, someone else I met through like collaborations mm-hmm. and stuff. He was unavailable. I was like, you know what? BizMix is online. Let me just ask him. I'd never really talked to the guy before. We were on like one stream together and that's about it. And uh, we, we we talked. We, we He was like, yeah, I'm up for it. And we just talked for an hour over Max's video. Half of it wasn't even related to the video, to like what was happening on screen right now Because he was playing pretty well for like once in his <laughs> life. So yeah, we just kind of had fun just talking. And I think that's like a great formula for... Videos in general, like it's actually really hard to make entertaining solo commentary. So inviting a friend over is a great way to really get a dynamic going and have some fun while you're playing. But I will say, I will warn you though, if you plan on doing like let's plays, it's really hard to play properly and talk properly. I can barely mm-hmm. manage doing either one of those <laughs> separately, as you can tell, and combined it's just a nightmare. The 30% of the brain meme, where a man says like whenever he does something wrong, he's like, well, I was too busy commentating. I was I was using 30% of my brain. That's actually true. It's actually yeah. true. It's really hard to do. Actually. Any, making any videos period is hard uh, you're gonna make mistakes once again you're gonna make mistakes but it's fine I think so I think one of
0: the big things I noticed when when I used to, to watch Max's content a lot is um <sighs> I, I am someone who when I play, you know, particular GBA fire emblem games cuz that that's a lot of what ends up going on on channels just because you can do these pick my edit runs and drafts and randomizers and stuff pretty easily with the GBA games. Uh, I speed up like 90% of the time you oh, play yes. the game and it looks horrible.
4: Yeah, <laughs> it, ma- it makes it a terrible yes. viewer experience,
1: but it's much better to like mm-hmm. actually play.
0: Yeah, so it it takes a lot of Trying to think of the word. I, I don't know if dedication is the right solidarity. Restraint. <laughs> <laughs> Restraint. Yeah. To to sit there and say, okay, I'm not going to press the spacebar <laughs> button. I'm going to turn animations on because people you like to see it. animations. You can you disable it. Yeah, I was going to say. you can disable it. it. Yeah, you can it. Disable it. Mm-hmm. That's true. That's true. Um, I agree. But I think I think another good thing to do as well, and I, I think you'd agree with me on Mecha is. Absolutely. Uh, experiment and stuff in the beginning, but I think it's a good idea. And you don't need to hold yourself to it, but if you find a style of content you like making, whether it's more editorial-type videos, it's, you know, Heroes videos maybe, it's it's Let's Plays, Blew. I think... I wouldn't <laughs> recommend that one. Well, <laughs> try, fair.
4: Fair. But I think you know what I'm saying. When yes. you find your own
0: style of video, I think it's a good idea to try, try and hone that craft a little bit because that's a good way to get exposure, but also
2: just get better at what you're doing. Cool. Yeah, absolutely. If you don't enjoy it, you can't do it for a Mm -hmm. long time. Like I know some people who just do Let's Plays because they feel like it's what they have to do to keep their channel afloat. And to be fair, YouTube's algorithm and like the way it works in general, like really rewards daily uploads and Let's Plays is just about the only way to do it because editing is such a fuckload of work. Like if you, if I, like I have a, I don't even have like a heavily edit, but I have like a video where I just talk with Mangs for 30 minutes and like no visuals at all. And Mm -hmm. just the idea of putting visuals behind it is already intimidating to me to the point where I don't even want to get started. Editing yeah, content yeah. is so time-consuming because imagine like every minute of video, there's probably like four or five minutes easily that goes into it. Not not every minute, but like on average, right? So yeah. that takes a lot of time. I've actually like had people edit for me recently. Of course, I have to pay them for do that because it's such tedious work. But it's been such a load of my back to not to have to do that. But I can't do it for every video, so I still have to do let's plays. Mm-hmm. And let's plays are like very lightly edited, but definitely try let's plays because they're, if you like want to really make want to make a. A, a channel with a lot of content on it, and let's plays are a great way to do it. Um, it can be dangerous, not... though. They can be dangerous, and what I'm going to say about that is,
0: uh, I, I'm sure people who have listened to the show for a little while know that we, we have a pretty close relationship with Stevie of Lucky Crit, and I talked to oh, him hey. a couple of months ago, and he was telling me. So Stevie sort of blew up for people who don't know in the Echoes era, making Echoes yes. guides, and he makes sort of more editorial type videos, and he tried to do, is still trying to do a. Uh, three Houses playthrough on his channel, and is he still trying? Just...
2: he uploaded like one episode after he came back, but I don't know.
0: Is he trying to continue that? I don't know if he's. The last time I talked to him, things might have changed by now. But the last time I talked to him, he wanted to at least finish his his Blue Lions route. Uh, but it's it just did did not particularly perform well on his channel, and you know, there's a lot of reasons for that. It could be the algorithm. It could be because people know him as the Guide Guy, not you know the the playthrough guy. Uh, so. Let's plays are great, but it again it can be dangerous.
2: I know a similar thing happened with Phoenix Master as well when he's done some playthroughs in the past. I think the thing with like Lucky Crit and Phoenix Masters, they certainly aren't lacking charisma of any kind to at all, um, yeah. get it there or get viewers attached to them. But the, I think the problem for like Lucky Crit in particular, I don't follow Phoenix Master for obvious reasons, but mm-hmm. um, not that I hate the guy or anything. Uh, but uh, like, <laughs> you just don't like him. Uh, <laughs> I don't think he did. I don't yeah. think he did Let's Plays before, so people weren't expecting him to do Let's Plays. So people just kind of come to his channel for the guys that he makes, and then they're like exactly. off somewhere else. They didn't really have. He doesn't really have like a um, a viewer base that keeps watching his videos daily or anything. That's one of the reasons why let's plays are so good to do regularly. But if people don't mm-hmm. expect you to do them, then they're not going to show up for your let's plays every day. Because people exactly. load, people like Max because he uploads let's plays almost every day. But Lucky Crit, exactly like he said, he's not a guide. He, he's the guide guy, so people don't go to his channel for let's plays. And as a mm-hmm. result, you might not have the this, this same. Like once you've done Let's Plays for a while, people kind of know some of your in jokes and stuff, and they can keep connecting back to you with those. Like people know Manx is bad. People know I like LTC strats or wyverns or whatever. So I can keep making refer- <laughs> we can keep making reference to those. But he didn't really have that kind of repertoire, I guess, and that might have screwed over. It might also have been the algorithm. Um, it might just have been that he like I know Lucky Crit really liked to edit his videos very heavily, and as a result, he does. It also took like a bit of time to get the videos out for him. And uh, what Mags and I did for for three hours, we were like super fast getting them out we've recorded like we waited for midnight for the game to come out and then we recorded like two episodes for each of our channels and put them online mm. and we set up for like until like 4 a.m. that night uh, just to get the first hit in basically just to make sure that if people search for three houses let's they would find us so we did like a lot of things to optimize um, uh, people into finding three houses videos but that kind of stuff it can be hard to do if you also want to make your videos look pretty which he I know he really likes to do like he has a very good um, eye for like Design, like a crit. Yeah. So well, that's he's, one he's of the graphic strengths, graphic but
4: it doesn't designer, really translate well to this place. Yeah.
2: Mm-hmm. um same i feel the same thing with phoenix master as well
0: because i know you don't you know if you're not into to heroes you're probably not gonna watch his channel that much but phoenix master, i appreciate that he like
2: makes people f- get free stuff though off of heroes that's very
0: cool. but his his visual design is beautiful i would say and his his videos are, are always really well edited i think he's he's quite a good commentator uh he's just he's a cool guy and he's someone that we're definitely gonna have on the show at some point i've talked to him a little bit in the past um but, yeah, I think that's another thing where I, I'm... i Okay, this is a difficult thing to talk about, I think, because like we've just talked about, your, your audience can sort of get accustomed to one type of content and not necessarily be as receptive to another type of content. So I think maybe... The viewer base wise it might be good to sort of pick a lane and say I want to do this I, I think it's okay to sort of experiment with your content at first and and figure out what, what you want to do but again I, I think <laughs> I'm kind of repeating yeah, it's, myself here but it's, it is it's, important
2: to like keep throwing stuff at the wall I'm sorry for interrupting yeah. you no, you're uh, keep throwing you're stuff at the wall and see what sticks because uh, I, I still do this actually I still do mm-hmm. this a lot so for example I recently got Mario Maker 2 for the Switch it's a really fun game mm-hmm. I'm not very good at platforming games I'm not even good at the game to begin with uh, but I i they'll like make videos of it. I see they perform poorly. So I really only do them if I feel like doing them and I just want to branch out a little bit. But I know that this is niche content. And as a result, I know the, v- exactly. the views are going to suffer a little bit. Mm-hmm. So I just don't expect them to be very good. I but just think they it's had, something like, you need to be aware of, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And I, if they had hit it off, if I got like 30K views on a Mario Maker video, well, hell yeah, I'm going to keep doing them. Uh, but they didn't. And that's fine. I'm still going to keep doing it just with like lower expectations. On the other side of the coin... A while ago, I just started like at Christmas, I did like a tier list video for Christmas Cavaliers. I was like, all right, this is like a fun little video I put up for Christmas. Yeah, something and that's I haven't taken really done before. No expectations. Um, it got like 30K views. I was like, all right, let me just keep doing tier list videos. So now I make like one of those like almost every week and they're kind of low effort, but they're somehow people keep watching them. It might be something in the algorithm because they're very long, people watch them to the end. It might mm-hmm. be because people really like tier lists. People maybe like the thumbnail style, but whatever it is, I'm going to keep doing it because it works. Well that's that's
0: the kind of content that I find I watch quite a bit on YouTube where no insult at all. <laughs> mean you meant by this, but you know, when you when you like you said, tier list is a little bit more of a low effort video and it's about the commentary, you know. So it's I find those those are great videos to, to keep on in the background, you know what I yes. mean? If If you're reading or doing something else and you can hear someone's sort of editorial opinions on a, a topic in the series, but you don't necessarily, there's no crazy visuals besides just faces going on, you know, D tier, <laughs> B tier, whatever. So that's absolutely another lane that you, you can pick. Uh, same kind of goes career. for Let's Plays,
2: I find, for a lot of people. A lot of people just That's listen to me and Manx just banter, and they don't really care about the gameplay all that much. They just <laughs> listen to me and Manx just insult each other or whatever we do, whatever it is that we do. <laughs> Apparently, it works for a lot of people. I personally, I, I, I personally couldn't watch the content that I make. I'm going to honestly say, like, I would not watch my own Let's Plays. Like, I mean, I enjoy making <laughs> them, and I try to make them, like, fun to watch. But I I can't really keep my own attention on, like, Let's Plays. I can keep them on the, in the background for, like, a little bit of fun for a while. But I find it very hard to constantly. On doing something like editing or writing or reading when I'm also having like music, like even music or anything with like text in it, I find hard to listen to when I'm doing something else. But yes, apparently, yeah. a lot of people are different from me, and those people are more than welcome to watch my content because I'm gonna make it a lot more <laughs> of it. <laughs> if isn't
4: really oh, that's anything
3: else yeah. I, I, yeah. I, nice I was expecting someone to jump in but <laughs> I, I guess with too. one less person there's a lot less people suddenly jump, ready
2: <laughs> to jump in and, oh, and oh, take that so was, something that was really bad <laughs> <laughs> that that
5: was, uh, <laughs> I didn't have anything <laughs> to interject yeah, like, you, okay. you should make a note of that <laughs> Wait, am I, okay now I have to make a note
0: about this I remember
2: something during my Blue Lions let's play I had a different co-commentator than usual I usually I usually commentate with Mangs, Manx and this is kind of related to YouTube, I guess, so might as well bring it up here. So, mm-hmm. Manx and I, we sort of have to wrestle for aerospace you know, because we're both, uh, we're not exactly like extrovert or anything, but we're both, uh, we're kind of okay with wrestling in each other's space to make sure that we get, can- we're like okay with interrupting each other. We're like, sure. we yeah. play off each other a lot, you know, so we don't always finish our own sentences. Uh, we just end up keep going back and forth really fast. <laughs> and there's not a whole lot of sciences between us because we're both always really eager to say something. We, all- we always have like something to say, some kind of opinion to bring on. And as a result, almost no Part of the video has neither of us talking. There's almost no silences, unless it's like, even when there's gameplay going on, it's like very intense. We still almost always talk. But
0: when I had a different cool commentary, Yeah. yeah. Well, I was um, gonna say that's have,
2: the kind of thing that I, I think has been
0: built up over, you know, yes, what is this three years? If you guys doing videos together, something I think approaching so, yeah. that, yeah,
2: yeah. When we first started in FE7, it was a little different, but I still, I mean, that the first episode of FE7. The funny thing about that one is like I also always had something to say for Mangs because I've been waiting to tell him a lot of shit for a long time. I guess, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like I, I just, I, I, it was a really great way to express. Uh, some things that I thought that he was said it was wrong. I just I just think it's fun to argue with people. Uh, I agree. Like, what I was going to get at is like I got a different commentary. And I got Rin, my designer, to accompany for me for Blue Lions and like Conquest. And at first, Rin is like Rin is very different from Manx. and Rin wasn't very eager to insert herself into any like empty space I left. Mm-hmm. And I was also at that point very used to doing solo commentary. So as a result, if I looked at like the you know the wave bars of like the videos, like the sound, <laughs> it's like yeah. it's, like ninety percent was me talking, like ten percent was her because mm-hmm. she just. Either she couldn't get a word in because I never keep my mouth shut. This this podcast is a is a good example of that, or she just um she just wouldn't fill in the silence because she's not used to it. Basically, so ha- it's very important for a YouTube channel. This is the lesson that, that I'm getting at. The most important thing is probably to find someone that you play off well, like a friend that you can talk over to for hours. For sure. That's, that's also that that's worth gold for a channel i think
0: i totally agree and i think that's something that we've been lucky uh with in this podcast i think again th- those kind of relationships absolutely take time to develop and they will get better with time but you know mm-hmm. i think i think we've found a good combination of usually five now three plus one
4: <laughs>
0: people <laughs> that, that have, have good synergy together um yeah no i think uh it, it's crazy to me both knowing um and, and i think a lot of people who've been in this community for you know at least a few years feel this way as well just knowing both and you mang's pretty well and now just sort of man they're they're the the dynamic duo right there <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> always doing stuff together and it's 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 cool to see see things like that um in the community
2: yeah it's a lot of fun i think me and mang's well what we have is like we have like a a weird synergy because we we just complement each other in in a way that's like almost rarely seen. I feel like between two people that mm-hmm. also like when I first recorded with Mangs, we didn't really know each other, and for the first month or two, we wouldn't even talk very much. We talked for maybe five minutes before and after recordings, and it was mostly sure, about yeah. practical things like set up your mic like this, or can you stop your laptop fan from screaming so loudly into my ears? <laughs> it's breaking my video, that kind of stuff, you know? Oh yeah, because <laughs> that's I the quality the we day, used to Manx, work with. Manx, Thanks. used to be yeah.
0: very, very vocal about your audio quality. Oh, yes. 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 Oh, yes. I, was, I was
2: using an inbuilt laptop mic, which you guys have plenty of experience with. So oh, yes. That yes, that was, that was absolutely his right. Like, like oh, yeah. let me tell you about the trouble that Don Don had to go through for his videos, okay? I was using this, this laptop that would overheat a lot or like just have a really loud fan going on. I just, I try everything in my power to make it stop from doing it. But we'd have takes going where we're like perfectly commentating a chapter and my fa- laptop fan is like, it just ruins the whole take. <laughs> I need to have to like edit out my- Poor, poor mic quality a lot, and I just feel so bad for the guy because Donlan is super perfectionist about his audio quality, and uh, yeah, that stuck for him. That's stuck for him, but thank God my audio quality is a little better right now. And, so that's, uh, that's that makes another it easier.
0: thing I wanted to get into
2: because um, there is a little bit of a cost, I think. Uh, you're gonna need,
0: you know, you're not gonna want to use Windows Movie Maker or, or iMovie <laughs> regardless of what you're doing with your content. Um, you know, there you're probably gonna want at least a okay Mike uh, if, if you're recording audio what I mean what what would you say the baseline is uh, for, for people getting into this?
2: Oh God, can I name specific brands on this? Sure, (laughs) absolutely. Okay, if you want a really cheap mic that's way better than it should be, you get the GXT210. It's the mic I've used for, I mean, before I bought this Yeti that I'm using right now, I used it for forever. It's a Mm -hmm. desk mic, but I hooked it onto my headphones. Uh, I use, uh, what are these called? Uh, uh Sennheiser 210 headphones. Um, I've been using them for ages and they're pretty do, you, good. They used to be for like my electronic drum kit. Uh, those are kind of expensive. The headphones are kind of expensive, so you can get anything you want. But the reason they work well for me is because I could hook that stupid mic on top of it and that mic had amazing quality. Mags would tell me, Mecca, this mic it rivals the quality of my Blue Yeti mic. And the Blue Yeti costs about 100 to 150. The mm-hmm. GXT210 can be yours for the ridiculous price of $25. That's not even bad. And wow. it, the quality is so good. i like to look it's, into that. It's way better than it should be. It has like stupid lights on it that glow red. <laughs> that's like very cool if you're 10 years old. But other than that, it's, it's, it's a way too good of a mic for it to be real. Uh, mm-hmm. it's kind of ugly and it's not very practical it's like a it's kind of springy so it's kind of hard to make it stay upright but if you want like a, a mic just to try out without too much of an investment cost I would recommend that one uh, what, uh, that, what editing software would you recommend um, well when I started out I used active presenter which is free and bad so don't use <laughs> yes. that one um, I'm not gonna get into what I use because I might get in legal trouble. But uh, I, um, I actually would recommend trying. I think it's called Lightshot or One Shot. I think that one's free. And when I looked at it at it for like someone else, it looks decent. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't really know of any other good software. Um, I, I, would that I would recommend. Th- this is what I use for editing my own
0: movies and and things. Uh, and it's good because it has a package with a lot of tools that you'll need. Um, I, I would recommend, I think this is what at, at this point a lot of people use, but I would recommend uh, Adobe Creative Cloud, you pay. I don't even remember how much, but oh, it's, you get it's like a bunch of shit with that too. Like, yeah, not it's just, a subscription uh, service, yeah. but you get After Effects if you need it, which I've never touched. There's Photoshop in there. There's Media Converter, which is really helpful. There's Premiere, which is obviously the big thing that they're using. And, and yeah, that's the video editing. Other, right? Yeah, that's the video editing one, and a bunch of other programs that I've never even heard of.
3: <laughs> but yeah, but
0: the, I, the big things are After Effects if you want to, but Photoshop and uh, you know for creating thumbnails and
2: stuff, and then premiere
4: for the editing oh, yeah. software.
2: Thumbnails is like a whole art altogether. Oh yeah. <laughs> thumbnails are hard. Honestly some of my my most viewed videos are just like really bad thumbnails, <laughs> which I kinda of feel bad about in hindsight. Mm-hmm. So if you can like Uh, it's a good opportunity like thumbnails and and design and stuff is a good opportunity to collaborate with someone else Uh, like someone else who's like just looking to get their work out there or get practice Uh, my first designer uh, definitely one of those people who just wanted to get their work out there and not really like make a big buck off of it so try to find one of those like don't expect people to work for you for free or like do everything you demand them to do Mm -hmm. for free but if you can find someone who's like who just likes doing it and is okay with just doing it as a favor to you or maybe have your designer on as your co-commentator if you like sync well that kind of stuff sure uh, just make it like a fun little project for the both of you then that's something I would recommend no it um, happens I mean we yeah. we the way that we got our logo which is something that I'm still
0: proud of I think our logo looks pretty nice uh, is we we literally just made a reddit post <laughs> we're just like hey we're looking for you know logos if anyone wants to submit anything we you know we'll credit you we'd love to use it and someone just in you know in my reddit just PM me this logo and was like here you go we made that for you and
2: Oh, well, that's also, how I, that's also how I got the Pitfalls logo. So there really? you go. It's a bit, yeah, really. <laughs> that's funny. They're
0: still use so, it you know day. I think, but I, I agree. Do not expect someone to do it for you for free. It's, no, it's don't not not a, it's, beggar, no, don't, don't be, be a, a choosing beggar, please. don't be a beggar. But also, just know that it happens sometimes. You know, if 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 you want to go out there and just make a reddit post make a twitter post say hey we're looking for logos sometimes someone out of the kindness of their heart will make something but again you know if you're using an editor if you're using a constant designer you should pay him. <laughs>
2: probably a good idea it's probably a yeah, probably, I should start doing that probably <laughs>
4: it's true oh, yeah. <laughs> it's a little different last year because we're not on youtube
2: but you know you know what? I, you know what other program program you really need for like doing anything? OBS. OBS is the best program yes. you will ever see if you're making yeah. firearm content at all. It's it's so good. Learn how to use it, but use it. It's it's the best thing ever, probably. I remember back in the day
0: when you used things like uh, HyperCam <laughs> to record. Oh yeah, HyperCam. <laughs> HyperCam. <laughs> <laughs> Unregistered HyperCam. Uh, there there's another one that I don't remember the name of, but it's an editing software. Bandicam. Not Bandicam, but there's there's another um, editing software that used to be free, I believe. I don't remember what it's called. Oh, but... Camtasia? Camtasia. That's right. Camtasia. Yeah. yeah. I bought yeah, that yeah. for a
2: while, but I, I, I'm i just so used to what I usually use that I couldn't really work with it very well and it renders and very Fraps? slowly. Do you remember FRAPS? <laughs> uh, yeah. I never, thankfully, I never had to use FRAPS. Yeah. Oh That's man, a this, this is this is bringing back memories. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I
0: remember. I did. I I'm gonna go off on a tangent for a second. Back before HD uh, capture cards existed, there there was something called the Dazzle Digital Recorder, and it had, it was not even really what it was intended for, but it had a USB thing to plug into your computer, then three component cables, and you had to get splitters so you could put one end into your like Wii console or something like that, and the other end into your television. So it was daisy-chaining it from the console to your computer then to the the computer to your TV. I almost have to do that for three houses because
2: the Switch is dumb like
0: that. It is dumb. And an outputted video in uh, 480p. And all that works. It's not even HD. (laughs) Man, that came with an editing software called Pinnacle. I don't think Pinnacle exists anymore. Uh, I don't think software
2: that comes with anything is bad yeah. <laughs> that's just a lesson I've learned exactly <laughs> like, I got the Elgato capture card for the Switch and it came with like some kind of recording software everyone just told me like don't use it it's bad I didn't even see I didn't even know uh, that, that's another thing would you um
0: I guess this is a little bit more up to the content creator and what kind of thing you are thinking of
2: making. Uh, but do you have any capture card
0: recommendations? Do you think it's essential to get that when
2: you're just starting or no? I, I would recommend you keep the cost on that as low as possible. Mm-hmm. And uh, like, I'm not going to say emulate games because that's probably like, in legal trouble. But emulate games. You can say it. When you start out, just emulate games and try yeah. it out. It makes it easier to record. I don't think there's even like any good GBA capture carding software out there anyway. Uh, What's like, if you want to record three houses or you want to record a 3DS, God forbid, yeah, then um, you probably need something. Like the only reason I have capture software or like capture hardware for the 3DS is because a lot of people have been generous to me. Mm-hmm. And uh, that was after already got pretty far so that's not really useful advice to people. Uh, but uh, the Elgato capture card, uh, I think mine is the HD 60s uh Elgato capture card. I say I think when I'm really looking at the thing right now. And that one's pretty good. It's it doesn't really have any delay from what I can tell. So if you want to do mm. three houses that's fine. But Know that people are kind of tired of three houses right now, so it's not going to instantly boom your channel to success if you start doing three houses. Just start with a GBA game, uh, find an original twist on it, and start like that. And then maybe, once you've made the big money, once you have 100 million subs, then maybe look into it. <laughs> <future card. laughs>
0: or you could, you could be really crazy, really crazy, and go, go for, uh, f- for FE5 or something. That's on Super Nintendo. Pretty easy to capture. Yeah, oh. very easy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But again, as we said, OBS is your friend. It's probably the, definitely the best
2: way to capture yeah. uh, emulator footage.
0: I mean, yeah, but- you know. Real but, yeah, yeah,
3: game
2: yeah. footage at this point. Real game. But OBS is a friend you gotta treat well. You know, you gotta treat it right. It's true. it won't work for you.
0: You know, if 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 you hit it where it hurts, it, it'll it'll
2: retaliate. Sometimes it'll fight back. Yeah. <laughs> like, just let me tell you, OBS doesn't have an undo button. <laughs> no. It's like the one thing it's been missing for years. It's apparently very tough to implement, and it's it sucks. Yeah. Uh, OBS, by the way, it means like open broadcast software or something yes yeah. that's, that's the way a lot of people a lot of people just say obs yeah and but if you want to stream as well very good tool yeah. to, to get into streaming definitely definitely streaming is also like a great way the one thing that like mm-hmm. streaming isn't good for is growing your channel because almost no one watches stream vods back on a channel because streams are mostly no. fun to watch live but it's a great way to but interact it's a, with it's your a audience, you audience. yeah it's a different yeah.
0: audience um, for sure yeah, no, because I think I think a lot of people. I'm not sure necessarily in the firearm community, but in the, in the gaming community on YouTube, a lot of people have switched over to places like Twitch just because how shitty YouTube has been for the past I don't know ten years, give or take, <laughs> yeah. give or take. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
2: Yeah, I mean, I stream on YouTube personally because I have 30k plus subs on YouTube and I have mm. maybe 50 subs on Twitch. So that's yeah. just where my audience <laughs> is. Yeah. But I won't lie. Sometimes I wish I could use Twitch because it is better in a lot of aspects, but mm. I think YouTube is fine for streaming overall. I wouldn't mind streaming for stream for YouTube for the rest of my days. Really, it's pre- sure, it has a yeah. pretty good dashboard and everything.
0: It's not bad. Um, or you could use Mixer, everyone's favorite platform. Ninja, Ninja's on I'm gonna wait for you yeah, before I go there. <laughs> yeah. or you, you could be like a, you could be like Zero from from Smash Brothers and go to Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, Facebook streaming. Yeah, I mean, Facebook streaming. I mean,
2: Facebook is all clickbait, so he fits right <laughs> in. Right? True. <laughs> nice. Yeah. For can, like for what I can for what I can tell, Zero is one of those people who uses clickbait because he feels like he has to, but he doesn't actually make bad videos. Yo, no, Yo, least he's his got his that content content, When you
0: it. watch his content, it's pretty. It's pretty good. But he just he, he loves his clickbait, dude. He loves it. Goddamn. <laughs> I. I have
2: such a big aversion to clickbait. I try oh, not to do I it. I
0: am with you. I see apparently this is not what uh, most, you know, viewers like. So take this take this opinion with a grain of salt. But if I see a video that, you know, has got fucking boobs in the title and thirty <laughs> red circles and arrows and stuff like that, and the titles <laughs> all in caps, that's when it's like, Great, I know what I'm not watching today. Like I, I actively avoid that kind of content, but I, I don't know. I feel dirty <laughs> when I
2: put like the word finale in all caps in my titles. That's when I feel no, dirty.
0: That's not bad.
2: That's not bad to me. I know it isn't, but it already makes feel bad sure <laughs> <All right. laughs>
0: if 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 you made a video you know <laughs> uh christmas cavalier tier list you won't believe saints placement or
4: something <laughs> yeah. that's what I that's the yeah. real <laughs>
2: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's where you have gone you, too far. I will, no, I will say though, I will say if you, if your title has a question, that's apparently a pretty good way of luring people into clicking your videos. Because <laughs> you gotta remember, it's not just about getting people uh, to click your videos. It's you watch you time. Also it's, have to it's like watch time. Yeah, yeah. They have to stay around. Mm-hmm. Like even if they watch the whole video, there's no guarantee they're coming back for the next. So you wanna just build up your own personality and make something that works in the long term. Otherwise, you're not like people might sub to you anyway because you ask them or whatever. But if they don't watch your videos, it's there's yeah. not even. a reason. Subs only mean so much
1: like,
2: unless have a like, gear base behind it. It's true. Yeah, it's, it's like a combination of like subs and 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 views and watch time that you gotta pay I mean, attention to. And honestly,
4: like...
2: I gotta say this again, really, like don't please don't get s- discouraged by views, watch time, any kind of analytics. Like, a while ago, YouTube changed its analytics system to where uh, you can see for every recent video that you make how it's performed compared to your average, and that has crushed my soul more than once, because if it's lower than average, it gets, like, a big red number. It's, like, minus 40%. Bad! And if it goes good, you get, like, this big adrenaline boost, where it's, like, plus 100%. Great! Keep doing that, and YouTube is, like, (laughs) it's trying to condition you. It's, like, big brain psychology (laughs) on you, and it really... wait Like, when I upload a Let's like less people watch less Plays and they watch like edited content. This is just a fact mm. of life in YouTube. Edited content gets way more views in general than, than Let's Plays because Let's Plays only have so much of an audience and the left side audience just drop off quick. Like part one, will get like 10,000 views maybe. I'm just putting numbers out there. Part two might get as little as 5,000. It just keeps dropping off from there. It's very yeah, discouraging. Yeah. But the only reason to do Let's Plays is to have daily uploads mm. and to keep that going and to build a connection with your audience. That's what it's for. And if people are here to stay for your voice, if they like the way you talk, if they like just the idea of hanging out with you, while you're playing a game basically, then they're gonna stick around, they're gonna have fun, but don't expect that and don't let the algorithm or the views or the numbers get you down because in the first place, it should be about you Having some fun, creating the content that you want to make, and if people like, there was there's this really good tweet actually I saw about this a while ago. And I was like, okay, so you made a video and or you're know, like doing a stream, and like four people watch it. That's like a very low number, right? But you can remember that's like a whole family of people watching your thing. Yeah. If there's like ten people watching it, that's like a, a tiny little hall of people as your audience. If you like got like 40 people in there, that's like Half a theater, you know. You gotta think in terms like that. Like, how many real people are you are you entertaining right now? And that's to me, that's like a worthwhile feeling. Like sometimes my sure. my streams will get lower views than usual, but I'll still be like, whatever. There's still like a bunch of people here that are just watching me and are having fun. So I'm okay with that. And uh exactly. i lost a little bit of track in, like know, the last part you know, but basically you're, there's always once you have an audience no matter what size you're having fun and i remember i remember i remember um i put out an ad a while ago for people wanting to edit for me and that was when i realized wow there is actually like 30,000 individuals watching my video yeah and a lot of them are like these real people out there somewhere in the world with lives of their own but they're still willing to take their time out of their day to help me out and you know um, asked to be uh, to be my editor, and it's like, wow, there's so many real people watching my stuff, and it's such a great feeling. So I'm not saying that, I'm, of course, I say so many, so it sounds like I'm talking about the numbers, but really what I'm saying is, even if it's only five people, even if it's only one person, that's still a real person, and you're probably making their day. So just keep that in mind, and just keep going.
4: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I that's, so that's, no, 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 that's very good advice. It's a great point. Yeah, You're
1: putting, it's kind of like putting a face to a name in a sense, where it's yeah. just more yes. of like the actual impact behind it. Instead of looking at a number and thinking, "Oh, this isn't the number I want it to be," it's more of attributing a like a, a, per, a more personal connection to the numbers that you have.
5: Yeah, yeah. What I was yeah. gonna say as well is, you know, if
0: you stream for the, the first time ever and you get four viewers, and then you stream the next time and you get three or five or something like that, like, don't get discouraged because first of all, you're just starting out, you're building a name for yourself, and also if you're getting four viewers, you never know how many of them are going to be longtime viewers, people who stick around, become a, a pillar in your community, and you know tell other people about your content and, and begin that growth period. So everyone starts somewhere. I think that's a, a really important exactly. thing to, to keep yeah, in mind. And with,
2: and with streams especially, it's very important to not take the lowering of your count as personal because yes. like, let's say, let's say five people are watching you and suddenly it's four. You might feel like, oh no, I did something wrong. One person left. First mm-hmm. of all, if you get caught up in there and you, like, you start sounding more miserable, more people will probably leave. So instead, just keep doing what you're doing. That one person might just have been like, oh shit, it's time. I need to go get dinner or I need to go get groceries yeah. or I need to infect someone with Corona you know <laughs> so just, look, yeah, I'm just, just saying to there's like a, ton, like, whenever I, I watch like Chaz sometimes for example and at sometimes mm-hmm. I'm like you know what I'm kind of tired I'm going to do something else real quick and I don't want to be distracted by Chaz's yeah. handsome chest so I'm going to turn off the stream he gets <laughs> minus one viewer but not because he did anything wrong but that's be- just because I have a very short attention span there it's true <laughs> and there's many
0: <laughs> other people out there that hear Chaz's wonderful voice and, and see his great chest hair and they, they tune in for the whole thing yes they're not going anyway <laughs> <laughs> no, they're not. Oh man. So, I—I I mean, I don't know about you guys, but I think—I think that's about yeah, it. Giving some dead. what I would consider good oh, yeah, advice absolutely. here. Uh, and if you want to start a podcast, you know. A lot of those same things apply. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Probably don't start know, right? them.
4: <laughs> <Basically>. <laughs> Okay, boomer. Yeah.
2: Yeah. I will say I, w- I didn't go into YouTube thinking I would be become a YouTuber. There was just like yeah. a one point where someone said Mecca is a popular YouTuber, where it's like oh. Yeah. I, I guess I am a YouTuber right now because that, that's what before I before that knew. I was just the guy posting dumbest adora videos, I guess. And like <laughs> I was most I was more known for like debating tell and back on yeah. forums than anything else. Sure. So it sort of became like I never stro I never had a period where I was like I'm gonna strive to be the best YouTuber I can possibly panic. Like, this kind of happened over time. Yep. So yeah. if we can
0: sum up a couple of things. I think some of the the most important takeaways that if if you're wanting to get into this, uh, you can find, or, you know, to remember would be first of all, find your own style of content. Uh, definitely experiment with that see what sticks for you and what makes you happy to make and I think as an addition with that uh, once you you make your content and and you've been making it for a while don't be afraid to experiment further because stagnation just leads towards your own commentary suffering your own video suffering and
2: your audience will notice
0: that if you don't enjoy Um,
1: doing it don't do it Exactly. Yeah, that's what exactly. I think
2: if if you do enjoy doing the same thing a lot, right? Like if you can get into that
1: I grind, think, get into that grind and grind it out, because that's that's the yeah. whole game. The whole you game know. is a grind.
0: Eve, and, and a lot of this advice, by the way, goes for any YouTube channel. I would say, not specifically Fire Emblem or related. Uh, you know, if you want to make a fucking toy unboxing channel, that's great. <laughs> <laughs> this is you know, <laughs> good stuff to keep in mind. Uh, and I think the another thing that Mecha said in the very beginning that I think I, I want to reiterate is that uh, making money off of the content that you make is is. A wonderful bonus that that you should feel thankful for, but it's not something that you should go into expecting necessarily. Um, it's it's a happy accident when it happens, if if that makes sense. Uh, yes, we make. I've explained this on on our podcast a little bit. It's a little bit different for us because we don't post on YouTube. It's something I've thought about doing for a while. Uh, we're just on SoundCloud and iTunes and, and places like that, and we have a Patreon. That Patreon. Uh, it pays for our monthly SoundCloud hosting fee, and then I have $5. <laughs> 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 <It's over. laughs> Don't so, spend it all <laughs> in one place. <laughs> exactly. We've, we've, we've talked about. My dream for this channel would be to, you know, pay everyone on, on the cast and, and to, you know, pay an editor and things like that. But at this point, you know, I, I'm i looking at collecting I'm that five sorry, bucks, man. I'm sorry, Chef and Keegan, but I'm not yeah, 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 going my to my Keegan, I'm, yeah, I'm not going I'm, I'm to Venmo you one dollar a month. Look, <laughs> Excuse me. I'll take that one dollar.
5: All I'm saying
4: is a right
0: dollars
4: a
2: dollar. Yeah, these are trying
4: times.
2: Aren't they? <laughs> That's like one roll of toilet paper. Nowadays. Whoa, whoa, <laughs> it's true. whoa. No, no. It's, it's, I was. It's I a, was it's just a, it's a say, singular square yeah. sheet of toilet paper. <laughs> I was just gonna say I am.
0: That's right. I am proud of us that we've, we we uh, only mentioned Corona once on this
4: podcast. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's not too well, bad. It's Not too bad. You know, it's, it's it's not all those times were me. But actually, you, you know
0: what? That is that is a good thing to say. I would say, you know. This is true any time in life, but now in particular with this uh, this pandemic going on and most people being at home. And if you're not at home, please stay at I'd home. Love to. <laughs> uh, yeah, well, it's a little different for you, Keegan. You, you have an essential job. But, um, what a quote, unfortunately, That's what they tell me anyway. I know. What a quote. Yeah. yeah. Well, your essential job is uh, making wonderful firearm content for the beautiful community <laughs> we have, but <laughs> making $1 a month. Hell yeah, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Paying my rent off this. Yeah, but, let me tell you. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you'll get a new cardboard box every month. <laughs> Just yeah. the upgrade I needed. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but I was gonna say now is a great time to get into content because you look at you look at sites like Discord, you know, who who have hosted the uh, the the what is it? I think they expanded their streaming numbers. If you don't have Nitro to yep, fifty people, to 50. just because they know people, yeah, they know people are gonna be doing it. So be like Discord, don't be like YouTube and Netflix who are slowing down their bandwidth <laughs> because of too many people being on there. Uh, <laughs> yeah this this is this is a better time than any because i think everyone has even with work and school i know i definitely have too much free time on my hands these days it's driving me crazy honestly and uh, and the exact same way if you're if uh you are a youtube viewer or twitch viewer i think more people are watching twitch and youtube than ever right now so this is this is a great way to to get your name out there you know make make the best of a, a bad situation for for everybody um i'm trying to think of of some of the other things we went over You guys remember?
2: (laughs) Don't get get screwed over by your analytics. Don't look at it too much. Exactly. Uh, Find a friend to collaborate with. Uh, Yes, that's the big one I wanted to reiterate.
0: Find, make, make, but not even just a friend. Make friends, yeah. Yes, make friends in general. Make friends because it makes the whole experience a lot more rewarding and it gives you someone. Because there's going to, I mean, it's happened with this show, it happens with every, every YouTube channel. There are times where you will have issues, whether you don't know what kind of content to make or, you know, yeah recording questions just technical stuff and having a a network of people that you're friends with and and can also give you advice on those sort of things it's it's great and i don't know everything's more fun with friends i've got to meet really cool people through this uh no, no, no. I think, Poo, but I like think. Thank cool. like <laughs> um, you, name, name. This guy named Don. Don. <laughs> this guy named Don. Don. His, his co-commentator kind of sucks, but you know. <laughs> uh, nah, I had that coming. <laughs> yeah, it's true. It's true. Uh, anyway, I think I think that's about it. Do you guys have anything else left to say? I think
4: we've no? about covered it. I am You know. You got anything else? You we... <laughs> we got anything else anything
1: you want to plug? Yeah, back yeah in here? You want to plug? Go for it. I know you plugged a little bit earlier, yeah.
2: but uh, uh I mean, I have my own channel, but I think at this point, if you're listening to a podcast that looking to be about like two hours length or something, you're probably nowhere to find <laughs> me at this point. So I'm not going to plug myself yeah. here. We'll, well, we always put the uh, the links yeah. and everything in, in your description. Yeah. Do you have do you have a Discord? Well, I have a Discord. Yes, it's Mecca's Keep. Uh, I had the, I got a Twitter as well, and you can find the link to my Discord yep, so keep there. So we'll, we'll link all that stuff in the yeah. description. Do you? I I'm don't... pretty sure my Twitter has four Ks, but uh, you can never be sure <laughs> with me. Mecca with four Ks. <laughs> Some the three Ks. <laughs> <Yeah, I, laughs> the dangerous I, three. <laughs> I try not to use Twitter too much because it can be very time consuming. So I'm uh-huh. pretty sparing with what I tweet and retweet. So following me won't clog up your timeline. No, I, no way. So that's good. Um, I'm a good person to follow sometimes. Um, I guess I, I guess I should give some shoutouts to like some some YouTubers that aren't really noticed sure. very much. Sure, that would uh, that, be kind of cool. That reminds
0: me because I had a question I wanted to ask you. Um, what? So along that note, people that that are you know you you think deserve more attention. Obviously, no biases if your name isn't mentioned here. But what what are some channels that you particularly enjoy
2: watching that fits your style of, of entertainment? Okay, so I don't, as I said, I don't really watch the content that I make or the type of content that I make. Mm-hmm. It personally cannot keep my attention, but a lot of people like it, so I'm gonna keep making it, because making it is fun. Um, but content that I watch, well, I mean, I, we've already talked about BizMix, he's great, but I, mean, I wouldn't, mm-hmm. call, wouldn't call him small anymore. He had 20K subs like in a couple of weeks ago, so I think he'll be doing fine. Yeah. Um, Chaz is someone else I can never stop watching, but again we all know Chaz, so uh, no, like no offense to him, but I think he's doing good right now. The myth, the, the legends, Chaz are a low likability company. Yes, um, Don Don One Five One at one point basically carried me. And uh, nowadays, I I have one one with more subs. So, (laughs) how the tables have turned, I guess. So, Donan is great to watch if you want, whether you want to see more of me or you just want to see really good firearm strategies. um, He's really fun to watch. Mm -hmm. Um, I had someone else in mind, actually. Let's see. We got. I got my whole. I made a, like a video once of like all the channels I was subscribed to. Mm-hmm. That was great. Uh, Shout outs to Kirby Master, Fire Emblem Butter, and just a really fun guy to hang out with. Really, great dude. A, a guy that really understands that hanging out with friends is a great way to make good content. For um, sure. And he's one of those to... people that really has his name out there because I like the amount of times that I've just watched
0: AGDQ streams that have absolutely nothing to do with Fire Emblem and someone says, oh, we got Kirby
2: Master in the background. I was just talking to Kirby earlier. You know, he's,
0: he's just uh, a sweet uh, dude. <laughs>
2: That's funny. Yeah. The funny thing yeah. is, Curry Master doesn't really have that many subscribers when you think no. about how much his name is out there. So, exactly. yeah. people should sub to him more. Uh, Shane well, think- Brained, another really good farm YouTuber, or Agreed. rather. He, he got into Fire Emblem through words, fairly recently, right? but he makes yeah. really good videos, really good retrospectives about them. Mm-hmm. So that's definitely a great one. Um, official Jug, I think a lot of people know him for his Awaken the Do, the Do video. I mean, I'm expecting <laughs> a lot more out of that guy too. Um, Naji, I mean a lot of people know him already, but he lost his channel a while ago, so he needs more subs. Yep. Um, Rin only started to start making content, makes a video like once a week. I uh, got a really good voice, and uh, she likes she, Rin is not really a Fire Emblem channel per se. She likes to do other stuff too. So mm-hmm. if you want to see more than just Fire Emblem, watch Rin. She's my designer, no bias there. <laughs> and uh, let's see. It like well, let me let me find one more uh, that's like really good. Uh, let me give a shout out to Irissa for the more mathematical. Uh, things of Fire Emblem he does, he does like a, a thing that's called like expected turn count LTC so instead of like rigging boss skills with like low percent crits he's like okay how many turns can you expect to take off this turn this mm. chapter and he does like this little mathematical explanation of it and then he just has an actual FE7 run where he shows it in practice and it's really fascinating if you like math um, actual last one because I just can't stop myself I can't stop <laughs> talking ever is uh, Daisy Sore? she doesn't make videos anymore from what I can tell or at least mm-hmm. it's been a long time since the last one but her analysis videos on characters are super good, and uh, she has a cat, and that's very important. And I mean, she's just, she's just funny with editing. She's just and good at like writing scripts. That's like pretty really daisy sort a nutshell. Good analysis videos, mostly scripted, and um, really good. Sure, really cool girl. Hey. That's I'm, all I got. I'll plug a couple of people too that uh, you didn't mention. A lot of these
0: you guys probably know, but I think it's worth in case you don't. Uh, <laughs> Mang's. <laughs> if, if, if you can't get enough of Mecha and you watch his own channel, there's there's a, a very good bet if you go on Mang's channel, there'll be more Mecha. Um, probably. Lucky Crit, who I mentioned earlier. Uh, Lucky Crit is one of my absolute favorite people in this community. He is he is one of the sweetest people you meet, and, and as we've said, his, his videos, I think, are very well written and very well made. Um, yeah. Goosophone. Really, really cool person. I i always en- t- enjoy talking with Goose. She's super funny. She makes a variety of content, you know, not always firearm. She does a lot of streams. She's a pretty big Twitter presence. uh Who else? Who am I forgetting about, guys? Deltre, maybe? Zerk? I don't, I don't know. know Deltre. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Zerk. Zerk. Um. <laughs> 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 Wuzur- I, don't no. know, I don't know. I Deltre. <laughs> I, I was going to say Gwim. That's right. Uh, oh, so is good, yeah. Gwim, Gwim, yeah, one of, Gwim another Gwim, one of my absolute favorite people. Gwim is a bully, but that man has the most infectious laugh I have ever heard in my the life. The, wiggles. the Gwiggles. The Gwiggles. The gwiggles. Um, he's, he's known for his speedruns, but he also is. <laughs> I'm dying to stand those wiggles. <laughs> See, Chef, we those, Chef and I do those draft I, races
2: together with Quiggles, and he's super fucking funny. <laughs>
0: he's so funny. Chef and I are in a, in a gamer group with him, and we will. <laughs> that man is addicted to Dead by Daylight. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> there, there, was, there was a time where he he did have
5: a. Uh, the Conquest LTC going on, and that's then he. And, yeah. that, that was a thing once. Yeah. And that then he do, just. was <laughs> like
0: seven chapters were great.
5: No. <laughs> no, that's the thing. It's almost at the end, it was just the uh, the Eternal stairway he didn't with, it, right? or Staircase at the end with all the faceless.
2: Mm. That's, where, that's where it was. And then.
5: <laughs> mm-hmm.
2: <laughs> I mean, it's a big brain move to make like an unfinished LTC <laughs> run because then you definitely have to lose
0: yeah, time. Yeah, <laughs> it's true. It's true. It's uh, true. Then you get memes like me about not finishing games and then not finishing your series. Uh, <laughs> Man, there's someone else who's gonna mention. Yeah, Zerk. Zerk makes very cool content. Usually, sort of a little bit more support and editorial based. And again, as well, one of my favorite people, Gast. Gast is
5: is an all-around great guy. Good bro. Just I, a, I, I feel like you've named every just a youtuber at this point we're, we're getting pretty <laughs> like close last five minutes we're getting here. pretty close
0: we're getting close but hey man everyone can always use more exposure and also listen to us but you know <laughs> you're at this point in the podcast you you probably do probably
5: yeah.
0: anyway uh, i think that's you know, about wrap it, up it. Here. mecca mecca it's been awesome having you we love yeah, to have you really again fun, at actually. some point yeah we would, we would always, always welcome you onto the show. Thank you for coming. Um, and we will make sure, like we said, to uh, attach all your stuff in the description of the podcast. So thank you, guys. It's been the 42nd episode of Emilcast. <laughs> guys, are we doing the draft this next episode?
5: episode? Yes. Oh. So finishing up yeah. the retrospective. Might be, that might that be F- the FB6
0: F- retrospective. Um, so stay tuned for that. That's been a lot of fun to, to go through so far anyway we'll see you guys next time bye thanks thanks for having me thank you